And we are coming down in three, two, one. Mass Chris Massey. And the Firecracker Red Baron. Yeah. I can't hear anybody in the headphones. That's disappointing. Can you hear each other? Can you hear me yeah. in your headphones? Yeah. Okay, so I just want to make sure it wasn't like, like a, drum, like a dramatical error. Is it dramatical? Uh, what? Yeah, you heard me. I said what I said, bitch. All right, everybody, you heard him. Um, is it like that thing? Yeah, Miss, could you adjust Rita. his? He's number seven. Seven 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 seven. All you need is seven. The, uh, New York you know, I gotta say, really disappointed that that fan isn't there this week. What <laughs> fan? Well, listen, we could put on this like oscillating. I don't know why she's monopolizing it just being on her. You know, I don't like that when you sent me. I, I saw that text. I'm sorry I didn't respond. No, I still can't hear anything. No, but no, it's not that. You got to play with the wire, jiggle around, uh, and, and yeah. twist it. Sometimes it's got a. Yep. 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 Um, anyway, uh, we're here. So I don't, just don't think they work. Oh, I, you know what? On Wednesday, uh, the guy who sits there unplugs that. So we got we got to trace the wire back, and yeah, yeah. Uh, he puts in earbuds. No, right, actually, right in front of you. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Rough start to the show. That <laughs> um, eh, could be worse. You know, nah, Kyle could still be can't hear anything. That just went over with nobody getting that. I'm very sad. Well, I hit the, the Kyle. Twist again, Rebecca. So Kyle's oh. here. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, it could no. be worse. Kyle could be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So push it in again. I think you have to play with it again. Contacts like, are twist a little it. Twist, Rebecca. Twist. Twist and shout. When she plugs twist in that thing, it works. She let go of it and stop working. Triple nope. checker, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Ah, nice. Good job, Rebecca. You win two gold stars. They turned off. <laughs> Alright, so uh just gonna go no headphones for right or maybe they the What do you guys got for your uh, beer? What are you drinking for your beer? Well uh, I literally just sat right down, right so oh. whatever's gonna be in there is what I'm drinking. Yeah, so Mass help yourself to a bush or there's some uh Budweiser red, white and blues left. Ooh. Is it possible that it's just a whole box? It could be that the the main channel in the green wire could be messed around with, but she sat down. I could work on it. Rebecca, will you play with that green wire for me now? This sounds so dirty. See, <laughs> see the, the channel going in? Touch, touch it. Rebecca? So anyways, what's everybody drinking? Uh, I got Bush. 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 I'm going to have some oh. Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're working it, but it's it's going in and out. There we go. Does up, anybody? Up, leave it. Let go. No. Went off. It goes off every time she stops touching it. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Well, come on, please. The power within. You used to when we were in college. The power within. Here, do something with this. The power I'm wondering within. if you... All right, let go. Let go. I'm wondering if you just unplug that and then plug it back in. Now plug it back in. Plug it in, plug it in. Are they still in business? Is it Glade? <laughs> yeah, Glade. <laughs> <laughs> it's Glade. <laughs> oh, 
don't see commercials anymore, you know? They might not be, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Kendall, you're going to have to play with it after the break. Yeah. All right. I'll take a look. Glade is still in business. We're not going to be joined with the Skype call until after the break. Anyway, but, uh, uh, so we're doing our uh, second oh. installment of the uh, spirit sampling. Toast of excellence. Yeah, I know. All right, go ahead. This is part of the starting lineup. Okay. Dick. So um, today, Mass wanted to take a break from brown, so I brought as many brown tequilas as I could. <laughs> but um, no, so we got a tequila lineup today. Tequila lineup. We've got two Blancos. Well, if you want to be technical, we have one Blanco, one Silver. We have a Repesato, uh, an Añejo, a Rosa. Can't roll my R's. We have a Rosa. Rosa. That's how they do it, right? Rosa. And then we have a Añejo Mezcal. So So it's funny. Like you think, oh, oh, tequila is just tequila. It's not. There, there, there are different varieties, and I am for sure a novice. On a so I thought I had way more cups in here. I just don't. We could reuse, right? Set it back. Yeah, I got three. Yeah, yeah we could reuse. We could reuse. We could reuse. <laughs> Not wasting a whole red solo cup for a <laughs> tiny sample. No, because like what I can do is I can do two like I did last time. And yeah. Keep them and then at the break send them back. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. What do you got for a toast of excellence there, Mastronic? Uh, so I have two. Both are to my rafters. Uh, first one is Raptors had the first series sweep in team history, sweeping the Nets for nothing in the series, uh, going up against the Celtics next. Uh, and w- imagine sweeping to get swept. <laughs> uh, is Kyle Lowry out for the season or no? No, we're still waiting to hear what's wrong with his ankle. Sprain. We're still waiting to hear like you know what the prognosis is. Um, I just told you it's sprain. And then the second is to Nick Nurse, winning second coach of the year in a row. There you go. Well, it's just bullshit. He should have won coach of the year. Taking the easy way out. Uh, mine is to the San Diego Fathers for the first team in ah, uh, Major League. <laughs> that was good. Thank that you, was a good you, one. Padres. I, I do enjoy comedy. Um, first team in. <laughs> I do enjoy comedy. It's a passion of yours. Yes. MLB history to uh, hit a Grand Slam in four consecutive games. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. Uh, mine is to, I think I have a couple here I wrote down. Uh, one is to Jay Cutler. He renewed his Instagram. And he's currently having a beef with somebody. If you don't follow, it's called If Jay Had an Instagram. <laughs> he's currently having All one a, word. Yep, he's, call, he's currently having a beef. Some guy sent him a fa- uh, Instagram message saying... Um, back in like 2009, I literally only needed you to score seven points for me to win the championship, and you got me minus two. And then you, sh- and then he said you should give me one of your cows because now he bought cows. Jay Cutler bought cows now. <laughs> he graduated from turkeys and chickens <laughs> to cows. And then he said, I don't know. Basically, like Jay Cutler challenged him to message him every day for a year. <laughs> so it was like day three. It hurts extra today because today is my draft. <laughs> like day four, I'm hungover. <laughs> I'm hungover and thinking of names of my future cow. <laughs> it's so funny. Jay's like, there's no way he's going the distance. Saturday was the 13-year anniversary, I think. I think it was 2007. 
uh, when the Rangers were trailing. Remember when the Rangers trailing the Orioles like three nothing, mm-hmm. and they put up thirty <laughs> unanswered runs. Yep. Matt, think about that. They scored thirty baseball runs. Yeah. Yeah, it's a I lot. Got that. Um, got a few of these here. Um, Not the same one from last week. And then you know what? Fuck it. Let's go with this one here. Um, oh, I saw this meme of Luka Doncic with a nice. With Luka Doncic with a cigarette in his mouth, you know, like the, the memes. <laughs> Smoking. But he was they were talking about Paul George or whatever, and he was like, what was it? It was like PG-13, playoff P, pandemic P, don't matter, Madison 6. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, pandemic P. That's awesome. <laughs> and then the uh, the uh, Chicago uh, White Sox is Jose Abreu. Mm. In the uh, Crosstown Classic, three-game series against the Cubs, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this past weekend. He hit a total of six home runs, including four straight at-bats. Wow. Yeah. So his second, third, and fourth at-bat of game two, and then his first at-bat of game three were all home runs. Catching fire, as they might say. Yeah, he has ten home runs now in the season. Yeah. Uh, Kendall, what was your toast of excellence? Uh, to the, the San Diego Fathers. Yes. For the uh, Grand Slam uh, streak. streak. Okay. It's hoping for five, but, you know, they're still winning. I'll grab mine in a second. Yeah. That's ice cold beer from oh, St. Yeah. Louis. <laughs> I don't think it's in St. Louis, is it? Actually, I don't know. Is Bush in St. Louis? Yeah, it's in St. Louis. Mm. I mean, I know it's an Anheuser Busch product for all you snobs out there. Like, yeah, how could you not know that, you yeah. dumbass? I think it'd have something, you know, in a different spot. Well, it's Who's like uh, Coors and Miller Lite aren't brewed in the same spot. And the company's called? Miller Coors. Yeah. Suck it, bitches. Yeah. Banquet. <laughs> I hate when people call it Coors Original. <laughs> can I get a Coors Original, please? I'm sorry. Yeah, you can only get it if you say it in the same alley. Banquet. Coors. Right. Rita. Banquet beer. Could you please assist in the handing out of beverages? The beverage bimbos? It's your new name for these. I actually forgot. That was a nice callback. Beverage bimbo. Beverage bimbo. Thing. So. <laughs> Nice, off of one sip of beer that came from. I'd milk Very Milk makes me burp. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes if I drink a lot of milk, I'll like burp and get like a milk froth up my throat. It's real rough. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> All right, these are the first ones. So I figure we'll do a first and second. We'll do like one in the beginning, one in the end kind of thing. We'll like start the show, start the hour, close the hour. Mm-hmm. Last week we kind of did it in the middle a lot. So put that one. That's going to be the first one you drink. Oh, no, Rebecca, Rebecca. I did both at the same time, so you didn't have to stand up again, but you sat down prematurely. Come on. Come on. Come on. Red Fred. Red Fred. All right. So we'll start off with the first one. So the first one, gentlemen. Uh, go ahead. Take your, take your wasps. What do you get on the nose? Mass, what did you just pull out of your mouth? Oh. I just pulled pouches out of my mouth. Pooches. See, this is, this is where I come. This is where this I'm. This smells sweet. See, I'm loving Kendall's because I know Kendall every single time. Last time it was oak. This time it's gonna be tequila. Every time it's gonna be like I, I don't <laughs> whatever. Like tequila, tequila smells like tequila. The problem is like, I don't know what like agave is supposed to smell like. I always I always hear that word. <laughs> yes. like, oh, is that like is that what we're smelling? Agave. Yeah, I don't know. This you know normally for higher proof tequilas, I feel like you would expect to smell like rubbing alcohol. This smells sweet. It does smell sweet. This isn't a higher proof tequila. It's only eighty proof. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. On a higher one, that's what you would probably expect. This is what I was getting at is lower, probably. So I don't know. Go to your uh, tits. So I kind of agree with Mass. It's def- it smelled smooth. It tastes smells smooth. It smells sweet and tastes kind of sweet too. It's like it. That's it, super smooth too. It doesn't like when you when you picture like a, a tequila shot. Like oh, I'm gonna have uh, Jose Cuervo. I'm I'm expecting something to kind of you know have some 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 harshness to it, but it didn't get that at all. It, it it's like. So it's gonna the cook, cooked agave is just like that roasted smell, mm-hmm. and then like uh, it's gonna have fruit fruitiness if you get the sweetness from it. Uh, dried fruits and nuts. So what is this? I'm sorry, I didn't. Hear this you. is the Villa One Tequila Silver. Okay. This is the Nick Jonas John mm-hmm. Barbados gotcha. uh, Tequila. Uh, uh, you'll get some dried fruit, nuts, and some caramelized agave on the t- the palate, and it's gonna finish uh, smooth and long. So you're gonna gonna that 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 flavor yeah. is gonna stay on the back of yeah. the tongue for. For some motherfucking time, yo. Yeah, I did like that a lot. That was That's very good. All right, Mass Potluck. All did right. You, did you do it this week? Yeah. All right. So. Maybe there's nothing to be a dick about. Hey, you know, he's just one of those guys. I, you mean a dick? <laughs> yeah, one of those. Um. So we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk basketball right now. Um, do it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Bring some liveliness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so currently, the Mavs and the Clippers are tied two-two in the series off of uh, Luca's game-winning three-pointer. Um, I believe that. Uh, oh, damn! Everybody have a beer? No. Mask, we got a beer. Hurry up. Okay. Hurry, hurry, Kendall. Tell me about hmm. your first motorcycle accident. <laughs> well, uh, I was riding in the front yard. Uh, I was trying to see if I could evil Knievel over my parents' cars, and I, I didn't really build a ramp. I just figured I could lift Wheelie it up it? Yeah, with my own strength, nice. and I uh, didn't make it. Nice. All right, gentlemen. Sip of silence. Mamba Day. Mamba oh. Day. One more sip of silence for Gigi. Kobe Bryant's daughter. It was actually super fitting, too, that it was the second sip, because she wore number two. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Fun fact. Um, so, uh, yeah. Hold on. Um, I had one more thing I wanted to talk about real quick. It's super quick. It's just a fun fact. Uh, it was one of my NFL fun facts I saw that I was a big fan of. Because uh, I share those with you guys all the time. This is fact 2,340. Uh, just look, these stats are bonkers if you really think about it, right? Because the NFL just celebrated last year, right, its 100th anniversary. Yes. Was it last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was last year. Mass. Listen. I'm listening. All right. If you randomly take any game, regular season, preseason, and playoffs. Okay. If you randomly take any game in the entire history of the NFL, there is a 1.48% chance that Tom Brady won it, a 1.64% chance that Belichick won it, a 2.04% chance that Shula won it, a 2.4% chance Vinatieri played in it, <laughs> and a 3.1% chance that George Hallis coached it. 
Isn't that bonkers? Holy shit. I mean, like, just, 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 just for bonkers. Season hasn't always been this way, but let's just, so it's, we figure 16 games plus four preseason games plus four playoff games, right? Wildcard, divisional, championship, and Super Bowl, right? So it's Shall we test this games. real quick? 24 games times 100. This, this is all. This is overshooting by a lot. But it's, it's 2,400 games. So, I mean, it's so many. <laughs> all right, so let's let's test this real quick. I'll do this with both of you. Kendall, pick a, pick a year. Uh, 1988. Paul, pick a primetime slot. Sunday night. Uh, Kendall, pick a week. Uh, week 10. Week 10, 1988. 1988. Sunday night game. I don't know what you're going with here, but I really hope for whatever reason this is like uh, Raiders, AFC, Seahawks. <laughs> Are you looking to see if it was Shula? I'm looking to see if any of those criteria match. Well, I don't think Callis was coaching at that point. No. And Tom Brady and Belichick weren't in the league yet. So you're ba- you're basically banking on it being a Dolphins game. Right. <laughs> we found the sweet spot where it is. <laughs> So, what do you got there, Mass? Wait a second, I was getting there. If it's not a Dolphins game, your criteria blew it. <laughs> Adam Vinatieri was alive then, but he wasn't in the league yet. No, no, yet. Was it a Dolphins game? The New England Patriots beat the Miami Dolphins 6-3. <laughs> oh, God. Because that was a loss. Yeah. And the stat was that Shula won it. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. Yeah, well, We're going to yeah. end it on that and go right to Potluck. <laughs> All right, Potluck it is. That was, that was crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, Mavs are tied with the Clippers 2-2. Two to two. Yeah, it's a real bummer uh, based on uh, what happens tonight. Why is that? Well, because if the Lakers take a 3-1, the Lakers and the Blazers are playing tonight. The Lakers are wearing those Mamba yep. Forever jerseys tonight, which I was wrong. Mavs showed them. I thought they were just the black ones. They're like snakeskin. Yeah. Oh, not real snakeskin, but like you right. know, like cloth print, <laughs> leather. Um, but if they beat the Blazers and take a three-one series lead, and if the Clippers beat them, lose to the Mavs, I just I, I don't see anybody else beating the Lakers. And I just don't want the Lakers to go to the final. It's not a hatred thing for LeBron, really. It's, it's just it's more of a hatred thing for Anthony Davis. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm sorry, but you can't. He's the unibrow guy who's from Chicago and cheers for the Packers, and he deserves to rot in the pit of hell. <laughs> so I was going to get to the Lakers. I hope that when he dies, his punishment is three eyebrows. <laughs> I was going to get to the Lakers and Blazers a little bit later, but do you want to talk about the series at all? Well, I mean, there's not really much to talk about. LeBron's playing out of his fucking mind, as per usual. Uh, the Blazers stole game one on Dame's ridiculous fucking deep three-point shooting. Yep. Um, it was, what, 63 points that game? No, he only had like 30-something. 30-something in that game. Oh, the 63 the game? was in the bubble games. Oh, okay. Never mind. Those were like the qualifier games. Um, LeBron's just playing out of his mind. And, you know, he's a triple-double machine. Um, he's putting up points and, and assists and rebounds all over the place. It's, it's, and it's it's that much harder to stop when you add Anthony Davis to the mix. Now, you know, the, the key for that team is going to be Kuzma, uh, in my opinion, because I refuse to jump on the Alex Caruso hype train. I think it's awesome, you know, white guy Duncan awesome fun but Alex Caruso is an average basketball player in terms yes. of NBA caliber average yes. basketball player Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma are the real wild cards because Danny Green is a if Danny Green's on he's on but he hasn't done a lot this no but if but all it takes for Danny Green is to be on for a game and it's a big problem because not only is he a sh- pretty 
I'm not going to say a sharpshooter, but a relative dangerous threat from behind the arc, but he's also very good in perimeter defense. Yes. So against the Blazers, that's huge because even though Dame is going to drop 30-plus points, if you can limit C.J. McCollum to under 20, you're probably going to win the game. Like, because outside of that, then you're, you know, like, Melo is better now than he was ever since his post-Nick, you know, thing in the Rockets and the, mm-hmm. and the, the Thunder, but he's not the Melo that we used to know. I mean, he's not going to go out and drop 35 points for you. I mean, Nurkic is serviceable. Um, Hassan Whiteside is a defensive guy. So it's like, like if McCollum and Dame are on, it's got to be hard for the Blazers to win in the playoffs. I mean, so, I, I mean, really, the, the story of round, the story of every round is going to be whoever the Lakers are playing if they can upset them. That's yeah. really where it's going to be for the Western Conference. For the East, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, after round ish one, I mean, it's it's hard to think otherwise than right now Celtics Lakers. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Milwaukee is still going to be a threat. You know, they, I mean, they, they they did drop a game to Orlando, which was real weird. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Um. So, Mav- Paul, Paul Mav- George forgot to show up to the playoffs. Yeah. Again, and every single game. Every single game that the that the Clippers play and Paul George doesn't perform well, it should just further increase how valuable Russell Westbrook was to the Thunder. Because it was not his fault that they that they didn't win last year. Paul George is not a playoff player. He just is not. Great regular season guy. I don't think Paul George has been the same since his knee injury. To be honest, but I mean, I but I think that took even a bigger dip off after he left Indiana. Well, so you remember, uh, I don't remember uh, what game in the series what it was, but... Uh, it was Game 7. Dame hit the step-back three over no, Paul no, no, George. No, 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 oh. not that. Uh, that was dope. Yeah, I remember that. That's one of my favorite shots of all time. Dude, they made it, someone made a, an edit of it one time uh, for New Year's, where like when he stepped back and he released the ball, once it like hit the peak, it became the ball for New Year's. Oh, that's and then cool. when it went in the basket, cool. it, it, you know. Um, I think it was Game 1 versus... Um, Are you the talking Pacers, maybe? Where he, uh, like two years ago, where he gave shit to CJ Miles for taking the shot at the end to try and win the game. Um, saying he he had to be the one that got the ball last to take the shot. Oh, when he was a Pacer, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said against the Pacers. Sorry. Like, well, they were. Yeah, mm, sorry. No my way bad. He was playing against the Pacers. <laughs> no. Uh, playing against the Cavs. My bad. Um, but. You see that he really isn't the player that deserves to have the ball last. Paul well, George is a regular season phenom, and and, and, and don't, you can't take away anything from what he does defensively on the court. He he, he still can p- play very good defense. I mean, if you go back and watch that Dame three point shot against the Thunder that eliminated the Thunder, I mean, he contested it. I mean, he was yeah. all over Dame. He he played great defense. On it him. was just a beautiful shot. It was just a beautiful shot. And but um, scoring like offensive wise, he just is not the Paul George that you can find in the regular season and i think it hurt him even more that they did this bullshit like fucking rest players thing for the clippers during the regular season and then it got bounced and they went into the bubble and everything and it's just no bueno that team should have been the number two seed at, at best with like no um like no doubt so but we're gonna have a little bit of fun real quick with this so Mike Breen has uh, used the double bang call 
three times in his Kong career in NBA history. Are all three of them Damian Lillard three-pointers? No. Oh. One was uh, Steph Curry in 2016 to win it uh, when he had, I think, 46 points mm-hmm. versus OKC. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was Eric Gordon in 2019 versus the Lakers. I don't remember that one. Uh, and then most recently was Doncic against the Clippers. Which one do you think most deserved it? The first one. Steph? Yeah. The Doncic thing was really good. Yeah, I, I'm going to vote for that because the I think that the score was so high. I think that was, that was probably one of the the highest. It was what it was 130. What was the final? For that game? The Mavs Clippers game? Yeah. It was 135, 133. Is that anyone looking that up? Uh, Mavs Clippers final score was 135-133. It's a real bothersome thing for me in the NBA these days when you're down a point and you just have to go for the three. Yep. Like, oh, that's the best chance we have of winning it is taking a 50 foot three point shot. <laughs> As Paul George would say, that's a bad shot. <laughs> I mean, there was not that long ago where, like, the Suns were losing by one point with, like, eight tenths of a second to go, and they inbound alley ooped it to Tyson Chandler for a dunk. <laughs> <laughs> they just threw it to the rim. Tyson Chandler went up, got it, and dunked it. Um, My least favorite thing is, I forget what it is, but I think it's like point. I think it's point three or less or something like that. There's some rule in the NBA. It's like I don't know if it's a technically an unwritten rule, um, but it's like point three or point two or something like that. Where like you, they deem that you physically can't catch and shoot. Catch and shoot. So if you're down one with point one on the clock, you basically have to throw it up, and a guy has to like slap it. Yeah, it's a go at. Yeah, and it's kind of like like just call it a game at that point. Then <laughs> right. Um. There are two things that happened in the NBA this week that we will not be discussing in full. Uh, first is the release of the body cam footage against uh, Masai Ujiri. Second one. Hold on, you done with are you done with the NBA? No, no, I just did. You you got the Doncic thing up there? Are we gonna talk about that? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say the next thing we weren't gonna talk about was the Montez. Why are we not talking about those things? Uh, Why you think it's sensitive? A little bit. Why is the body cam footage sensitive? I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Oh, no, he full-on shoved him. But we're not talking about it. Why? Uh, all right, I, fuck it. We'll talk about it the next episode. Potluck mask. Potluck. We're not doing like a Black Lives Matter segment no, thing here. We're just talking about what happened in sports. There's uh, things to talk about finally. <laughs> all right. Beside, or the body cam footage released um, from the Almeida County Sheriff's Department, it full-on shows that Masai just literally reached for this, showed it to him, got shoved back twice. Didn't engage in anything. The vocals are there, so Masai wasn't saying anything to him other than I'm the team president or whatever he is. Let me go in. So wait, so Earl Thomas released that footage? <laughs> I'm so confused. Alameda County. You said Earl Thomas earlier. No, I said Alameda County. I thought he said Alameda uh, County. I'm confused now. I didn't, so wait. What's the Al- what, what are we talking Alameda about? County Police Department. They're the ones who said that. I don't know where that is. It's Golden State. Okay. Do you guys remember during the playoffs where they said that Masai shoved that police officer was being really aggressive with him? No. No? Well, for the NBA? Yeah. We're talking about the, the finals? Yeah, after game, game five. Oh, 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 last year? Yeah. Oh. So, the body cam footage finally got released and showed that Masai did nothing wrong. And oh, I, don't, I don't care about that. No, well. 
Alameda and County doubled I, down. I thought you said Earl Thomas, and I was like, why are we not talking about that? <laughs> so very disappointed in Alameda County, basically just saying, oh yeah, it's on video, but no, our guys. Yeah, no, we're not going to talk about that. that. That's something we can pass on because that's so, just a political thing. We're not talking about the Montrez Harrell thing though. Montrez Harrell called Luca a, uh, and I quote, "What? Just talk, then, Jeff. What's my you? Okay." Montrez uh, called Luca, and I quote, a bitch-ass white boy. All right. So, we're going to put a big nick in the butt on this one. It was not a racial thing. No. Like, it wasn't, like, I mean, it, the white boy thing, like, whatever. Like, that, that, it was a heat-of-the-moment thing. If you watched game four, they hugged it out in the pregame. It was like, my bad. Like, it was a heat-of-the-moment thing. Yeah. Let's move on from it. The best professional athletes in the world can do that. Yeah. You know, you see it all the time in the NFL. You know, those types of things. I mean, like, yeah, you're never going to see Juju and, like, Vontez Perfect, you know, dap it up after a game. Yeah. They got some beat. But, like, for the most part, what happens in a game is different than real life. It's an amped up, entirely adrenaline-based system that's, like... It's moment for moment. In yeah. Life. It's... You know... It, It'll get tons of news that that happened, but the the you know him go him seeking out Doncic before the game and dapping him up and and you know being like my bad type of thing won't get any coverage uh, because because of the environment we're in as a country right now. But I got no problem with it. It's a heat of the moment thing, and it's like I, I've seen a lot of reports put like yeah, well if Doncic said you blah blah, it's like it's a, just a different thing. It is. It's a different thing because there's no. Never in sports has I, have I ever I've played sports my whole life. Never have I ever been so frustrated at a different race person that I wanted to call them a racial slur, like call them a white boy, like yeah. big fucking. That's just wolf. funny. Yeah, you know what happened all last season? A lot of defensive linemen kept saying that Christian McCaffrey was the baddest white boy they've ever seen. Like it's it, it, yeah okay cool. Like it's a white guy playing a predominantly African American sport, like. It is what it is. Like, move on, media. Yeah. All right. Um, Porzingis was ejected. Yeah, that was some soft shit. Or the <laughs> weakest call I've ever seen. That was some soft-ass shit. So, will the NBA ever fix the referee problem? It happened. <laughs> no. It happened because that didn't happen game one, right? That happened the last game. No. Game two. You got ejected? Yeah. I'll pull it up real quick. That was six days ago. Take take uh, me and the listeners through the situation. All right. So, Porzingis, um, I believe it was for uh, trying to catch a ball that was supposed to be going in, um, and I don't even remember who who, who was he uh, getting into words with, Paul. Who was he getting into words with? Uh, uh, Marcus Morris. So is this like a goaltending thing we're talking about? No, 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 no. no. So uh, he, he, got came, called, he got hit with a technical earlier in the game. Which, which, whatever. So then he got hit with a. So it, when he approached Marcus Morris, he, him, and Morris were both given their double teched up, following a confrontation when Morris wrapped his arms around Luca, drawing, you know, you know, whenever you do that to a star, you're gonna. Attention, and uh, Porzingis basically got a second tech for nothing, being an, for, for being an escalator, because he came so, over. So he came over and kind of like 
Yeah. So, so here's what happened. So that's Luca right there. Yep. So he wrapped him up and he didn't let go right away. You know, so that's going to draw the attention of your star. And here and comes Porzingis. Porzingis, so that's what happened. Porzingis pushed him. You know, like you saw him kind of push off yep. a little bit. But then because other people started pushing, it, you know, it, it was viewed as him causing, instigating a bigger problem. So they The weakest shit I've ever seen. It, it was dumb. He should have not even, it shouldn't have been teed up for it. I mean, here's the thing. That probably cost him that game. It should have been a technical. He should have got a technical for it. Because the other thing, too, is is we don't know what words were said. Well, I mean, I'm sure we do now. I'm sure there's been, you know, voiceover or uh, mic footage or whatever and all that shit. Um, But, like, words play a part into it as well. But, you know, like, it's just like to to have that be the ejection. Such a bogus thing. Seen way worse. Yeah. I mean, you look at an NFL game, uh, they're, they're pushing on every other play. <laughs> yeah. What's the thing in the NFL now? Was it if you get two personal fouls, you get ejected? Yep, yep. But like, so does that mean like if you if you commit two face masks, are you ejected? I think so. Yeah, I believe so. But I feel like every time I hear a face mask, I never hear the call where like this is his first personal foul, you know, because they announced that. Yeah, I know it's funny too. I think there's times I hear it and times I don't. Like, like for the same same thing, like uh, someone. Will be a face mask, and sometimes you hear it, and sometimes you don't. I don't know if it's yeah. just. The... I know what you're talking about. Go to the next segment. I'm gonna look that up. Okay, uh, give me a second. I'm trying to pull my last. Uh, I jumped into that, and I'm just waiting for the computer to load. I apologize. Um. Oh no no no! It's two unsportsmanlike conducts. That's what it was. Okay, no so personal. Like, that would fouls. be like if you're hitting somebody out of bounds. Yeah. That'd be like an unsportsmanlike. Like, if, like the, if the quarterback's rushing and he rushes out of bounds and you hit him anyway, right. you get unsportsmanlike like, conduct penalty. So, is there anything for, like, multiple personal fouls? No, I don't yeah. think so. Hmm. Um, I think the face mask thing is kind of hard. Because some is incidental. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, the only way they'd be able to work the face mask into it is they would have to, they'd have to go back to, like, that whole intent thing. But, like, instead of, like, doing, because remember it used to, what was it? It was 10 yards for an unintentional face mask, 15 for an intentional one. Right, or something like that. I think it was something like that. Um, they would have to do something where, like, if you, if, if, you know. Something about, like, if, if you, you wrap your fingers versus your, your. Yeah, yeah, like, type of thing. Like, if you grab the. Man- now, is a horse collar an unsportsmanlike conduct, or is that just a personal foul as well? Personal foul, uh, horse I collar? I think, I think it's personal, personal foul. foul. Yeah. So, personal-like conduct has to be something where, like, like fighting, pushing. Late, late hit. Late hit, out of bounds, uh, jarring at the coaches type of thing. Those types of things. Okay. Matt, you ready? Yep. Uh, <clears throat> 76ers fired coach Brett Brown today after six years with the team. Not the problem. No, their GM is the problem. Nope. No? What's the problem, Paul? The team's never going to succeed with Simmons and Embiid together. Yeah, it seems like the, the, the process was a better name than what it actually was. <laughs> the, team, the team's imploding. They're, they will never win with them together. And... Unfortunately, it will be Ben Simmons that's shown the door before Embiid, and I think it should be the other way around. Why? What's your reasoning? I'm just curious. Embiid's a Embiid's a more name name five players that you name five both of you just name five players you can come up with it together real quick. Five players name me just shout out names that are like like really just like must see NBA players. No matter what the situation is, whether it's game one of the season 
All-Star LeBron James, yeah, Steph Curry, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony or Anthony Davis, um, and, and now uh, what's his face in New Orleans? Um, oh, uh, Zion. Zion. Zion would be that guy. Right. So I missed Evan Booker. I'm sad now. But it's like LeBron, Steph, Giannis, vocal, boisterous, ambitious. Kawhi Leonard, flashy, not flashy, but like um, like just all around superstar kind of deal. Like yep. can do all of it type of deal. Zion Williamson, physical specimen, vocal, you know, hyped up forever. Ben Simmons is a very soft guy, soft spoken guy. He's not loud. He's not vocal guy. He's not. He doesn't shoot threes from forty five feet out. He's not going down and, and throwing windmills down, you know, over seven-foot defenders. He's not catching half-court two-handed alley-oop passes. Ben Simmons is a, like, steroid version of Rajon Rondo. Passes, he, he's going to win you games. But Embiid is that heart guy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that's screaming after he gets fouled and scores the bucket. He's the guy that's taking the ball as a center down. He's shooting threes as a seven footer, you know. He, he, he's out muscling. Like he, it's the and that's what draws in fans. That type of shit. That's what it does. You know. I mean, what are you going to go see? Would you rather go see like what team is going to be better if you were to like take the type of quarterback that Alex Smith is, right? You know, like that careful quarterback that's conservative and does all the right things. Yep. Take that type of quarterback and transform it into every other position on an NFL team, right? Okay, now take uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and do the same thing. Take his talents and transform him into every other spot on the team, right? Who, what team would be more fun to watch? Juju Smith. Juju Smith-Schuster. C- cartoony, creative, fun. Yes. But what team is going to be better? Alex Smith. The Alex Smith team. They're never going to go for those stupid aggressive catches. They're they're gonna play it safe. They're not gonna fumble. They're not gonna throw picks. They're 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 not gonna give up big plays on defense. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what Ben Simmons is. Ben Simmons is gonna give you an all around best chance to win. He's gonna stay healthy. He's gonna be on the court. But Embiid's gonna be the guy that draws the fans in, and that's what it's gonna be. They they're not gonna win together, and it, it's and they haven't really. I mean, the GM has. I think he's done a decent job bringing in pieces around them. To be honest with you, Tobias Harris was a great ad when they had Bolbon. J.J. Reddick, the experiment with Jimmy Butler didn't necessarily work, but I think that's because it was you know a lot of big egos at one go. Because Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid are kind of like the same type of guy, but I don't know. It's just Embiid and Simmons together. It's just not going to work. It's it's an experiment that didn't work. Okay, let's round out NBA uh, with a fun one. Giannis, LeBron, and Luca are all shooting sixty nine percent for the free throw line in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that's NBA. Wow, Luca's shooting 69%? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's terrible. That's even down for LeBron. Giannis, I would expect it. Yeah. But my, a long time ago, before the whole Heat thing, the Heat was really when it kind of turned around. But his first deal with the Cavs, LeBron was like a really bad free throw shooter. Mm. I think there was like a season where like – look up LeBron's free throw percentages for, the, for his career. I'd be curious to know what his lowest is. I mean, it's probably not in the 50s, but I bet you he's got a low 60s in there somewhere. Do you have any other potluck stuff? Oh, yeah, I have except for all the sports. Oh, all right. Uh, give me a second. I'm looking up his free throw percentage. Talk about your personal because I collapsed them. 
Uh, I was I was riding in a sidecar in Kendall's. Yeah. Yeah. It was real rough. We didn't make it. No. Yeah. Mm, disappointing. Uh, LeBron James stats at basketballreference.com put Not a sponsor. His, <laughs> what? Not, Not a sponsor. sponsor. Not a sponsor. Put his uh, lowest field goal percentage at. Mm-mm. It is funny that we always say not a sponsor, but like, why would they be? It's a website. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Right? His lowest was in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, uh, 66% was the lowest. No. Okay. 67%, 69%. He, he, in the beginning, the beginning of his career, I mean, he was still shooting threes as a young guy. But he was his career, his first three years were 75%, 75%, and 74%. It was still bad yeah. for somebody of his caliber, though. That's still bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, jumping into NFL. Um, news, uh, Ron Rivera has been diagnosed with lymph node cancer, so that's going to throw a little bit of a rock into the Redskins season. He says it continues to put rock into the Washington football team <laughs> season. Um, he says he plans to continue to coach, but it remains to be seen what those treatments will do to him. Um, curious to see. I mean, best wishes. Get yes. mm-hmm. Super Bowl twenty team. You know yeah. what's nice? I think they're not in terrible hands though, because isn't um Del Rio the defensive coordinator? Yes. It's I mean it's a guy who has multiple head coach experiences. Yes. So it's a, they're not lost. I cannot wait for Alex Smith to start week one. That'd be great. I think it's gonna happen. He would win comeback player of the year. I think that they should get rid of allowing players that were injured to win comeback play of the year. Isn't that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, but it's like... Well, it's, I think for guys to kind of like, like fell off hard and came back strong. I guess. Do they have a most improved award? No. No. Right, so they, they should do a most improved and a comeback player of the year. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, something like that. I also think that they should get rid of the offensive. And what they do one MVP and one defensive player of the year, correct? What they do one MVP mm-hmm. and one defensive player of the year for the whole league, right? And one offensive player. Yeah. See, I think that they should just get. I think, I think they should get rid of the offensive player of the year award, and I think that they should just start naming. Uh, It'll still always be a quarterback, though. But I'm saying they should just name like. They should just name or get rid of the MVP award and just do like an offensive no offensive player of the year award and defensive player of the year award for each. Yeah, and then get rid, but just get rid of the MVP thing. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. Plus, I can't tell you how many times I've seen it where it's like Patrick Mahomes wins MVP, but Tom Brady won Offensive Player (laughs) of the Year. Like how? (laughs) Uh, That just you're going completely. I mean, I guess technically not. Now that I'm thinking about it, because most valuable player. Is the most valuable to your team? Offensive player of the year would be the best stats. Yeah, but yeah, but, but in the NFL, the best stats is the MVP. So <laughs> we right. get it. Um, the big one, Ravens have released Earl Thomas. That was funny. I saw that. Is he a cowboy yet? No, <laughs> soon to be. I, I saw that headline, and at first I thought it was fake because I just, you know, I just, ah, oh, why, why would something like that happen? Apparently, he was in like a nightmare in the locker room. Yep. So what happened? So, um, I didn't they dive were at, into it. They were at training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, Earl got into a fight with one of his teammates. Yeah. Uh, the other safety, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, threw a punch. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh sent him home and said, "Don't come back today." Then they told him to stay home the next day, and then they cut him. Soon comes out that Earl has been um, 
skipping team meetings. Like, I guess he skipped a team yeah, meeting. Yeah, I saw that he was, like, released for, like, actions detrimental to the team or something like that. So, stuff that came out is... I thought I saw something where, like, he released, like, footage of something or something like that. So, according to some sources, he released part of their playbook or something like that. Mm. Some tape or something like that. Gotcha. Um, he was uh, late to a team meeting because he had to have his car washed. <laughs> uh, he skipped the meeting after they lost to the Titans. Um, you know, he was... Best meme I've seen since then was that Earl Thomas is going to be signed as a fullback for the Titans because he's already got lead blocking experience for Derrick Henry. <laughs> uh, the best one I've seen is that he was going to get signed for Philly because it was the city of brotherly love. That's good, too. Yeah. Hit that brother orgy. Did you hear about that? I think I did hear about that, yeah. Good for him. Um, he... What by, up, Jay? By all accounts, uh, from what I understand, is that it was the player team leadership that said to the coaches, he's gone. So it wasn't even the coaches. The players said, get him out of here. Yep. When's yeah. the last time you heard a team do that? Probably more than you think. It's just something that is publicized. Right. Um, but, I mean... Isn't that kind of what happened in Pittsburgh? With who? With the exact same thing. That's what happened in Miami with Richie. Oh, that's right. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because he was bullied. It was Miami What's his name? Yeah. So it, it seems to be kind of like a, a trend for him now. Like, it seems like it was kind of an unhappy ending in Seattle. And now... Yeah, that one wasn't so much his fault. His ploy is just to be in Dallas. He's going to yeah. get there one way or another. Yep. Um, to a deal will knock this bitch out. So, <laughs> I mean... Earl's still got plenty left in the tank, but do really most... Of most people who are contenders really want to bring that distraction into their locker room. Rams do. No, they already have Ramsey. I don't want to see him and Earl Thomas together. Why? They probably get along. Yeah. Bring in Vontaze Burfick. <laughs> get Dante Whitner out of retirement. Oh, <laughs> um, Richie Incognito. Very, very touchy subject, but uh, the Washington football team released uh, running back Darius Geis uh, stemming from domestic violence allegations. Why is it a touchy subject? Huh? Why is it a touchy subject? And dating back to rumors that he has now uh, two cases uh, against him for alleged rape back at the time while he was at LSU. It's not really sensitive content. I mean, that's like a thing. It's, uh, ever since like the Ray Rice thing, it's just kind of been the mantra now of the NFL. It's just like, we're not dealing with it. Yeah. We're not going to be publicized as a team that's. We're not going to be publicized as an organization that supports domestic violence. See ya. I mean, like, yeah, fuck yeah. him. Yeah. It's a shitty thing yeah. to do. Yep. There's no good anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be um, the next Chris Thompson. <laughs> hurt all the time. The Bills announced that the team's stadium name will be renamed to Bills Stadium. Oh, for for now. Yep. It's very generic. Well, I mean, let's say if. I'm surprised it is taking this long because usually, you know, corporate sponsorship is always, you know, chopping up a bit. But, um, you know, if it week so, three. But why would they change so, it from the, Orchard Hold on. Park so before, before, you go, before you go any further into this, the best comment I saw on this was Belichick won there a lot, but you didn't have to name it after him. That's dumb. Which is very uh, funny. So it was New Era for a while. New Era Field. Um, oh, it has been Orchard Park for a while? The, o- no. Orchard Park is the, 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 the city they play in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I should have called it the Buffalo Pasture. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> the land of the free. <laughs> the D 
deer in the antelope yeah. room. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, I wonder who's going to be the, uh, the sponsor for that. I think it's got to be like Rubbermaid. Somebody that makes tables. Could you imagine they start selling tables? That would be cool. Dudley Boys Park. Yeah. The Hefty Arena. That would be very good. Yeah. I'd like that a lot. Uh, according to this, this is apparently a fun fact. The Chicago Bears are the only team to never have a QB throw for over 4,000 yards. Thanks to Mark Trustman. <laughs> Didn't he bench it color in the last game of the season where he would have broken that? Mm, I don't think so. Probably not. The Bears have never been a quarterback team. Ever. Oh, I forgot. Um, this, is, this is kind of a big one, but at the same time, not really, because it's really a non-factor. Uh, Jared Sidham has been benched by the Patriots for the foreseeable future. Just performance, or from what it sounds like, he has an injury. Uh. but through four picks and back-to-back day practices, I think. Whatever, they're gonna be a Pro Bowler one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's a wizard, by the way. <laughs> Is it normal to get bit by a bug and have to go itch for a day later? Yes. yes. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably stop itching it though. <laughs> I'm doing this a lot. Yeah, that'll keep uh, keep irritating the skin there. Yeah, like a lot though. Yeah. Feels real good. Also, a big fan of p- puncturing an X with my nail. You ever done that? You get a no. bug bite, you take your nail, yep. and you do the X. Yep. Oh, I've never done that. No, oh, man, it feels amazing. <laughs> it's great. It stops the itching for like what feels like ever, but realistically, it's like two seconds. Yeah. All, All right, right. anything else? Uh, no, that was it for football. Do we want to take a break? No, just bang out hockey real quick. All right. How oh. many do you have? How many do you have for hockey? Uh, very many. Yeah, so I appreciate that. Okay. Um, Ovechkin was eliminated. Yep. The Blackhawks suck. Yep. Jordan Bennington was the first goalie in NFL history to post an 0-5 record while being eliminated from the playoffs in the first round. So, way to go, Bennington. Proud of you, buddy. Um, we got slapped by the Canucks, we being the Blues. Pronouns, uh, pal. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? Pronouns. Pronouns, pal. Washington fired Todd Reardon. Reardon. Mark Andre Fleury deleted a tweet that said negative things about the Knights. Yep. Um, Seems to be like the new thing where you just shit on your team lately. <laughs> like, what can I say that's going to really fuck with my team? Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Just trying to look at my notes. I don't think I have anything for now. Do you have anything you want to talk about hockey? Hey, just so you guys know, next week we're going to be doing an entire fantasy show, fantasy football, where the uh, we'll have special guests. Uh, I don't remember what their names were. E Rock, or right, I think, or um, Eric Jankowski. Yep. Uh, it was just Ty or Tyler. Yep. Still up in the air if we're going to have a J Mart appearance or not. And uh, CJ, Christian, CJ, CJ. CJ, was it CJ and the man? CJ and the man, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so the, the special guests and then the, the usual boys, uh, Mass, Reed, Mock, and uh, Souls, um, will all be uh, doing uh, fantasy football talk. Yeah. I won't be partaking in the fantasy football talk because we're doing a live draft as well at the time, which will be a silent live draft. We'll uh, post the picture of the teams to the, the Instagram and stuff after and 
all that stuff. Maybe chime in with, fuck you, I can't believe you took him. Yeah, <laughs> Bull, bullshit picks. Like, hey, I can't believe Rebecca took him in the second round. Yeah. Like, um, type of thing. Because Rita's in the draft, and uh, Rita will be assisting me in the uh, the drafting process. Always a lot of fun. What do you mean always? You did it once. Well. Remember the time I mapped out the whiteboard to do it? <laughs> that was real rough. All right, let's do the last tequila here, and then uh, we'll go to break. We didn't talk about baseball, but the oh. only thing that I really have to talk about is Tom Brenneman, but I think we talked about that last week. Talk about the Padres being fucking insane. That too. The White Sox hitting a bunch of home runs. Uh, the Yankees are falling apart. The Red Sox are fucking terrible. That's the Phillies are even worse. Oh, Phillies have the worst bullpen in MLB history. Oh, dude, it's atrocious. The, the, the ERA is the highest it's and ever And I think been. the only team worse than them is the Pirates right now. Fun oh, fact. Like, Record-wise. Fun fact. Hmm. The Padres have hit more grand slams than the Pirates have won games this season. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. How many games have the Padres won? Uh, uh, one. <laughs> Probably won, like, what? Four? Four. Uh, Pirates have a record of... This can't take this long to look it up. It really does. You need a better laptop, then. Yeah. Sort of go fund me. Google just shows the schedule for them. That's really Pittsburgh good. Pirates records. Yeah. <laughs> MLB.com standings. <laughs> Massey is whore. <laughs> Dot gov. Ooh, federal Do you think I get that? Yeah. Uh, I, all right, so that was as of two days ago. Unfortunately, the Pirates have won seven. Ah, still sorry. the White Sox. The, still the the Pirates have won the same amount of games that the White Sox hit home runs and the White Sox hit the same amount of home, home runs on Saturday. That the Pirates have won games. Yeah, <laughs> that's bonkers. All right, smell, way to go, Pirates. Smell the tequila. What are you getting? You should get some extra stuff on this. This is a different, different, different mm. brand here. It's a different, different type of tequila. That's why I picked it. It smells floral. Okay. You get any notes of floral? Like what type of floral? I want to say rose. Just going flowers. I want to say rose, but I don't know if I'm 100 percent right on that. Okay. So I know that this is a, a scent or flavor kind of associated with some tequila. I'm gonna go with elderflower. Okay. Is a is a note. And I do know what that tastes like because I actually had an elderflower vodka one time. Gross. Recently. <laughs> All right. So you should pick up some citrus. The toasted agave. On taste. No, on the nose. Floral, flowers, elderflower is a good one. But you should also pick up pepper pepper, and celery. Oh, I smell the pepper now. Hmm. So the pepper and celery. That's interesting. Yep. All right, go ahead. Wash it down. Does celery really have a smell, though? Not as long of a finish, a yep. lot more aggressive. Yeah, definitely more. Definitely get that cooked agave, that roastiness. Yeah, I would say so. Get a little bit of like toasted bread. You might pull out some, a little bit of oak in there. Um, it's pretty humble. <laughs> but um, you should still kind of get that pepper. Yeah, definitely. A little bit of celery, some floralness to it. And, uh, I'm not getting some celery. Some citrus. Orange yeah. juice, actually. Big time, I, I like that pepper. I like that. Yeah. This was Sinote Tequila. Blanco. 100% agave azul. What's the difference between a Blanco and a silver? Um, you know, because we're joking in at that. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Pretty much. Alright, so we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll have two new kills to try and whatever kills got doctored up for us. Yeah. Live on the other side of the PPRN Radio Network. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back, back to Sports, sports with Drunk, live on the PPRN Radio Network. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by assholes. Wow. I will say the burp was very appropriate. <laughs> do I do it that fast? No. Nowhere near. Do I also do it that monotone? No. Uh, yes. Do I? Eh, sometimes. Welcome back to All Things Considered. Fuck you, folks. <laughs> Ew. Did you see that cackle? <laughs> Or should I say, that cankle? Bang. <laughs> I'm starting a new podcast called Watching Archer with Me. <laughs> Dude, can I please join? We'll change the whole name of the show now. Yeah, yeah that is Watching I'm, Archer I, with us. I'm watching Archer with him. No, I guess that's true. Yeah, but you from home. <laughs> so, like we were talking about the break, Kyle's like, hey, can you call me? I'm like, I, I can't. No. What? <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you. I'm not calling you. So, yeah. tequila? Yes, tequila first. Nose, mouth. And I'm sorry. What, what, which this one? is the clear one. The, uh, the clearer one. It's not. It's not clear. You'll notice if you look through it. It almost has like a dirty grass look. It looks kind of yuck. It pee. looks like if somebody hydrated too much and then peed. Huh. Okay, good way to put it. Never seen it that way. So nose, what are you getting? It's definitely, this one is the oakiest. (laughs) I I do feel like I am getting some wood component. For once, I'll actually agree with him. I actually think I am, too. This one, actually, I think, of the the three we've had so far, is the most in-your-face smell-wise, in in my opinion. Really? Because I think it's one of the more mellow ones. I do have a deviated septum. I could be be smelling the previous shots. Nah. I smell some kind of wood component. Um, I smell something spicy. I feel like. Okay. All right. Not not like a ghost pepper hop, but like on the. Well, there's a little bit of pepper herbal smell that yeah. you can get from there. You're gonna get a lot of the cooked agave. It's gonna be very alcoholy, oak, some vanilla, earthy tones. Mm, Go ahead and taste. Not, not pulling vanilla, but I'll give it a shot. That's the most aggressive one we've had. Definitely very similar to the one we had when we the left the one. hour. Yeah. Yep. Like a um, sharper, shorter finish? Yep. I think um, this one has a little bit longer of a finish than that one, but I think it was a sharper finish, too. I definitely got that, that peppery uh, on the tongue type yeah. feel again, which I which I liked. So, this one's different from the, the Cenote, where you get that sharper finish comes from like a more pepper flavor. This one comes from a more like alcoholy taste to it. Mm-hmm. Shorter, shell, uh, shorter age life on the reposado. Um, reposado, God, I'm blanking. I think it's three months. I think it's, I think it's a day to three months if you consider the reposado as opposed to the cenote. Hmm. Um, but so you'll get some cooked agave. It's gonna be kind of very alcoholic and oaky. Um, and then you should get a little bit on the finish as it kind of mellows itself out in the back of the tongue. Vanilla, caramel, a little bit of that, maybe some butter. Yeah, I, I feel like I've noticed a lot of like a. Sweetness in a lot of these. Two to twelve months averages three to four. For reposado, yeah. 
it can be less than one year. If it's 364 days, then it's still considered a reposado, apparently. But the average, apparently, is between three and four. Um, so this was the Terramana Small Batch Reposado. Uh, Terramana, the most recent in a long line of celebrity-endorsed dealers. This one owned and operated by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Way to go, Dwayne. The second of the, uh, second of the celebrity. Celebrity shots. Yeah. So, Nick Jonas has one. George Clooney has one. Quick shout out to Blair. Um, Guy Fieri has a tequila. Ooh. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, Around the Horn. Private stock around the horn. Hello, everyone. Kill all that tequila taste in there. Soul's joining the program. Can you hear Why? us? Yeah, I'm here. Fuck you, Mass. Not like he has anything valuable to add. I'm pretty much smarter than you. So, uh, Kendall. So, I can't hear Kyle at oh, all. So. Oh, that's My headphones are Kyle, did you call from the, the phone number again? Is this from the, uh, your, your... This is from what I got last time. Alright. Do you think you can make a new profile, Kyle, and try calling in that? Do it. Can you call me? You still have to make a new profile the other way, Kyle. Why? Well, he said to call him from the phone. I think he's going to get charged. He didn't tell me anything about that. I did last week. I mean, I'll try. Yeah, just try. If it doesn't work, then just call back. Okay, bye. All right. All right, so, Kendall, what, what was the segment we had on, on deck? Okay, well, I figured, you know, um, in the past, you know, 20 years has kind of been our heyday of, of watching sports where we could kind of comprehend it and, and really, you know, root for our teams. And in the time watching, you know, the major four sports, the sports that maybe you know we, we follow more than others. We've seen teams, teams that may have been ones that we root for that really thought we're going to win a championship or, or, or come close or made it to the championship and didn't actually get it done. So if we could go through uh, any Does it teams. Does they didn't even make it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, I'd like to leave with one. Yeah. 2006 Brazil in the World Cup. Yeah. Real out of left field on this one. Oh, <laughs> wasn't expecting this. <laughs> Heavy favorites going into it. Then ended up on Pornhub. <laughs> Barriera, uh did the Magic Square offense, didn't work with that Brazilian team. And uh, they they were eventually bounced in early and didn't even make it to the World Cup final. That was the uh, Italy-France. That was where the, the infamous Zinedine Zidane headbutt. Not the game I was thinking of. I was thinking of That happened in the uh, 2006 World Cup in Germany. I was thinking of the game against Germany in like 2016 where they got destroyed. Oh, where they got fucking raped? Sorry, That's mean, the one where they ended yeah, up on I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to guys it. <laughs> Call back. Very inappropriately. <laughs> All right, anybody else have one they'd like to go in? Someone, come on, some, someone go with the obvious. All right, let's get out of the way, Patriots. Oh. Well, I mean, that, 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 wasn't the, that was not the most obvious to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, know, you think about it, the Patriots going, you know, undefeated in the regular season, you know, winning, you know, 18 0 going into the, the Super Bowl. You know, they put up record numbers at the time. Going up to, I think it was the fifth or sixth seed Giants. I don't remember where they found. Really had no business in being in that Super Bowl. Yet there they were. And um, and played spoiler. Big time. And, uh, you know, the, the notorious uh, helmet catches uh, profile mm-hmm. in that Super Bowl. Uh, 
on Rita's birthday. Um, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. We can't, we can't prove that it was her birthday. Uh, not not with dates or anything. You can say any date's her birthday. Say my birthday's January 9th. That's me. Say that they can't, they don't know that. You shouldn't give out your birthday on the air. <laughs> but I mean, uh, debatably, perhaps the biggest spoiler in all, in all of sports, I mean, like, yeah. that, that was... That, that, the that team, team that should have won. That team seemed unstoppable. In, in every until they got stopped, <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, they had they had the ball last. I think I think because the Giants scored with like a, a minute something or or under. I can't remember. But the Patriots definitely had Plastico had the touchdown to put them ahead seventeen fourteen. But Patriots had the ball in their hand Patriots last. Tyrese last catch. <laughs> yeah, made it a memorable one. No, Matt. No, oh, no. You said the seven. No Patriots. What was it? Um, this one, when I come up with this this concept, immediately I always think of the uh, the Broncos, the Broncos. You know, still Seahawks losing. Yeah, you know, Peyton throws fifty five touchdowns. You know, record setting offense. Yeah, the team was amazing. It was better than well, offensively they were better than the Patriots. And I guess defensively too. I think it was, it was fairly fairly balanced. They were all so. around the best team in the NFL. Yeah, Five, like hands down, wasn't even close. And they roasted everybody, and they played in the first. East Coast Super outdoor Super Bowl and just looked horrible. And yeah. got squashed. It was forty something to eight, right? Uh, I know the Broncos scored eight. I just remember it was being weird. Um, yeah. But it was like the big, the biggest bummer. Kendall, what was the score? I've already guessed. I would say forty three eight. He's right. The highlight for that Super Bowl for me was me chugging a Red Apple Ale. At our <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Also, Rita's birthday. I guess. Allegedly, allegedly, we can't allegedly we, we can't prove that Until either. Until she brings a birth certificate on the show, I refuse to believe it. No, because the last time I yeah, heard no one can hear you. No, that was not that same time. It wasn't that same time. I know it wasn't. I won't go into reasons why on the air in case someone's listening. But I remember because I had to leave early that night to bring a certain someone back to Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, this fucking bitch carries her birth certificate. Her medical card, her social security card, everything. She had her whole life. Her whole, yeah, that happened like two weeks prior to that. So anyways, Paul, you got a team? Uh, yeah. 2005-2006 Detroit Red Wings. Yup. What do you mean, yup? Tell no. me why, Mass. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's bitch. They finished 58-16-8, locked up the President's Trophy with 126 points in the, during the season. Um, and then were bounced by the Edmonton Oilers in the first round. After being hands down the absolute stud pick for the Stanley Cup and uh, Western Conference team, and were bounced in the first round by the Edmonton Oilers, who ended up working their way as the eight seed all the way to the finals that year, to the Cup finals, before losing in seven games to the recently relocated Hartford Whalers. <laughs> so carryovers, I kind of looked up an NHL list because I mean I don't know too much, but. How much roster carryover from the 0506 to 2009 was there for the Red Wings? Pretty good. I mean, hockey doesn't usually have massive overhauls like other teams, like the NFL and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I looked at the, a, a team that was, like, destined to be in the Stanley Cup, and they, they quote the 2009 Red Wings. Uh, what about as, the 2019 uh, Sharks? They were also on this list. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't, like, they weren't, like, a... I don't think I would peg them as like the team that was like they were hands down the team to win it. They were the favorites at that point before they got bounced by the Blues. But like they were, but they weren't. Like 
I don't think anybody would like, it's definitely the Sharks. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. Suck it, Mass. Okay. Dumb horn. Totally what about the last three years of the Dodgers? Um. Yeah, I mean, you, the Dodgers have been so good for so long, and they've been right there. They've been in World Series, and just they can't get it done. Yeah. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, I mean, it's like the poor guy. If he could just win one ring. Yeah. I mean, do you think there's any chance that he keeps him out of the Hall of Fame? Because that'd be kind of nice. Or do you think he's just a Hall of Famer? I think he would really have to have a like, huge hit in his stats. Like, he'd really have to you know, crap the bed. Now, on the flip side, do you think the, Hall, the, the World Series ring is the same for, for, for a Hall of Famer? I think it will. Yeah. Those bad years. I think it will, for sure. It's kind of like that, that uh, double standard type thing. 2017 Atlanta Falcons. Um, see, I don't know. I feel like the only reason we say that is because of how big they were up in the Super Bowl. Like, I don't think they were, like, I think when Kendall... They were statistically the best team in the game that year. Yeah, but the Patriots were still a thing. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, going into the... <coughs> Sorry. Going into the Super Bowl, I don't think, I mean, I don't think as many people would think had the, uh, they were the favorites. Statistically, though. That doesn't mean that they're the favorites. That doesn't mean that out of 100 analysis, the majority picked them. It just means that statistically they were the favorites. It doesn't mean anything. What about the 05 Cardinals? And they won 100 games. Yeah, and then they I lost to the Rockies. They swept by the Rockies, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's up Jack Walls, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just jumping back to the Falcons real quick. I think the Falcons not winning is more of like a heartbreak to them than them being cheated out of, you know, they just blew a game, you know. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to find Kyle real quick. Chiefs in 2019? No, 2018. Um, it's funny because I, I, I used that year – so what are you saying? Like, if, like if, if that guy didn't go offsides, that like that was what the thing was. Again, same thing though. Like, like the Chiefs all year didn't weren't like they're gonna win it. Like they're the team, no Patrick doubt. Mahomes threw fifty two touchdowns. Okay, <laughs> but but like but they weren't statistically the best offense yeah. ever. Like the Broncos won. Like they were the best offense that have literally ever stepped foot on a football field. Like they were hands down. There is no argument. You can't make any arguments against them. Statistically or team composition-wise? No, they were statistically the best offense. They scored more yards and more touchdowns than any other team in the history. Um, the 15-16 Washington Capitals. Yeah. Lost in the second round of the... Islanders? Who the hell? I have um, no idea. Hold on. I'm pretty sure it was the Islanders. But um, that was like another year where they won the President's Trophy and... There are very heavy favorites from the East side to make it to the Stanley Cup, and um, Penguins were a real side in their thorn, or a thorn in their side, knocking out nine out of ten times in the past twenty years. Ten. You go for ten. I'll take a shot if you can guess the score or at the series. Like what the series range was. What do you mean? Like what did the series finish at? Four to one. Four to two. Oh five oh six Pistons losing to the Miami Heat in oh five oh six. 
I mean, that, that Miami Heat team did have Shaquille O'Neal on it, but the Pistons team was still like a red-hot team. They still had Ben Wallace, uh, Richard Hamilton, Rasheed Wallace, uh, Tishon Prince. I believe Chauncey was in Denver that year. So that was a lot of fun. Capitals, Overland, Dallas was hosting the Canadians. That was a lot of fun. Anybody else got anything else to try Yeah, so I, I want to keep going. Stupid, trying to, I can't believe I can't figure out how to talk to Kyle on Skype. It's like, why, why is this this difficult? Everything oh. and Kyle problem. <clears throat> um, I will say, too, the 0809 Cavs. I don't think they were the favorite to win it because they still would have had to beat the Spurs. You still had Kobe Lakers, but they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. They had won 65, 66 games, something like that, in the mid-60s. I think it was 66. And they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's when they lost to the Magic, the Dwight Howard Magic. Now, granted, Dwight Howard's playing out of his fucking mind, but, like, they lost to the fucking Magic. Like, that was a real they, – they were definitely the hands-on favorites to make it to the Finals. And just choked hard against the Magic. So what about the Suns four or five season? Yeah, the Suns were kind of like the Suns. The, the Suns were kind of doing the same thing around the same time the Chargers were. They were like the team that was like they just they looked unstoppable all season long, and then the playoffs came and they just couldn't put it together. Yeah, it's a team that like I I, I really just because I like Ladainian Tomlinson, but like that's a guy that like really deserved you know at least a play in a Super Bowl. Uh, we mentioned the seventeen to zero or eighteen to zero, whatever Patriots. New England Patriots losing to the Giants. What about the second time the Patriots lost to the Giants? Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. Sa- I'm not going to say the Patriots, but the Green Bay Packers, fifteen and one that season. Oh yeah, yeah. They lost to the Giants as a wild card team again. That was another, a really cold game, right? Yeah, another Super Bowl the Giants had no business being in, and they lost. And that was when they saw Charles Woodson. Yep. And uh, they they lost to the Giants. They were fifteen and one season. I mean, I think that they were the hands on favorite to win the whole thing. I remember that the, the kicker there for the, the Giants like missed three field goals. Yeah. And I think another one, if you base it off how the actual regular season went, you'd have to go to the 2015 Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Cam's MVP year. Yeah, I mean, I think another, I think they were 15-1 that year. Mm-hmm. Another kind of odds-on favorite to win it. I, I mean, the the defense for the, the, the Broncos really stepped up in a big game situation and, and made a big difference. Yeah. Quieted that team down. Yeah. I think a lot about, um, you know, the Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, you know, combination. Like, how did, how did Pittsburgh not even play in the Super Bowl? Oh, four, oh, four Steelers. You lost 15 1 lost to the Patriots. Yep. That's where the hatred starts. Yeah, I think about that game a lot. I think about that year a lot. You think they should have been, you think they were the hands on favorite to win the Super Bowl? That I year? think they were. And there, there's a story that the Steelers' bags were already packed to go. Yeah. And, Bested. Bested at home. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, we all, we've talked about this on the show before. We've kind of done this segment in a little bit, but what about, remember the all-one Mariners? Yeah, that's another team. 116 wins in yeah, the MLB. One of the greatest, the maybe the, the greatest. They lost to the Yankees, and that was the year the Yankees lost to the Diamondbacks, right, all one Because then they lost to the Marlins the year before, or year after. 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 They beat the Mets the year before. You weren't Southern. They played in the Subway Series. You're not the Subway Series. She is, in fact, the Subway Series. She is the Subway Series. 
Yeah. You guys are leaving out a real big one. I kind of left it up in the air because I thought you guys were going to take it. But I didn't catch it. I didn't hear it. Um, what sport haven't we touched that you're talking about? Oh, well, what about um, Golden State being 17? 73 and 9. Oh, yeah. 73 and 9 and losing to the Cavs. That'll yeah. be it. And they were up. They were up. Yeah, 3-1. Three, one. Three, one. That, was, that was the infamous LeBron chase down block on Andre Iguodala. Yep. Yep. Is that the same... Uh, one where he's doing meaning to uh, no, that's when they lost. Also, oh, they lost. They yeah. lost. Yeah, that was fucking JR. That was not last year, but the year before. That was LeBron's last year in Cleveland. Let it go. <laughs> fucking Kendall. All right, do we have we have Kyle? We have him. Hello. It somehow works. There he Look is. Look at that beautiful face. We finally We're figured it out. Hey Kendall, I'm gonna need you to unplug the computer. <laughs> Why do we have Kyle and not Mock? I don't know. Because Mock's not home yet. So, Kyle, we're talking about um, teams across all sports that uh, should have won a championship. But never have. And, right. In the, in the past 20 years, like since we've been really watching. Um, okay. So, I don't know if anything comes to mind. We, we kind of covered a lot of ones quick. Um, but I don't know if anything comes to mind. We just talked about the, the Mariners, you know, winning what, 116 games, was it? Yep. We talked about the Warriors, 73 and 9. Both uh, the Patriots in 07. 07 and 11. The Packers in 2011. Well, because I think the Packers were still the hands on favorite. The Patriots, like, I think the Patriots were the favorites to win it once the Giants went through. But I think in the NFC Championship game, the Packers were oh, still yeah. the favorite to win the Super Bowl. They were 15 and 1. 15 and 1 Panthers. Um,. The 05 Cardinals choking against the Rockies. Um, five or six different Capitals teams. The 05, 06 Red Wings. You mean the 07 Cardinals? No, it was the 05 Cardinals when they, they had the best record in baseball and they lost to the Rockies in the Divisional Series. Uh, not the other they went to the World Series? No. Did they win the World Series in 07? No. No, they went to it. They got swept. Who did they lose to? Red Sox. Uh, no, no. Because then we did it again in 2013. We didn't get swept, though. No, I'm just thinking, because I forgot that they were... Uh, yeah, we're trying to, like, so, like, we mentioned other teams, and, like, so like, like Mass brought up, like, the Falcons. Like, I, maybe the Falcons were statistically the favorite to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, but I don't think the Falcons all year long were, like, not all year, but, like, halfway point and on were, like, the this is the team that's going to win the Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't think, like... They were like the hands, like the Phillies in 2010, 2011. Kendall, do you agree with that? When they lost to the Yankees, when they had Roy Holiday. Oh, Rockies, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Actually, I, I do, I do agree with that. Um, because I mean, they, they really, they, they bolstered that. That rotation was insane. Yeah, I have Roy Holiday, Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels, Roy Oswalt. Not the same that's caliber. Really not the same caliber of like they were favored to win it, but like really deflated expectations. I think could be the the um, 2018 Chicago Bears. Yeah, I mean, and um, what was it? The I mean, it was a it was a shitty bounce that from keeping them, but I mean, there's they, they shouldn't have even the, the Eagles shouldn't have even been in that game. They just they couldn't get it done. Yeah. Uh, even uh, I think about you know the 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 Jay Cutler year with, with when they lost know, to the Packers when the Packers yeah. beat the Steelers two thousand eleven yeah I mean that that was a great year for yeah. Chicago and it was kind of like everything was going their way and just 
Well, I don't think like uh, record wise, I don't think it was like that. Like statistically, but momentum wise, the uh, what was it? The O O three Cubs, the Bartman. I think it was two thousand three. Cal, can you confirm that? Or or Mass? What was the question? The Bartman Cubs Bartman thing. O three. That sounds right to me. I don't think like statistically, I don't think they were the team that everyone was like doing it, but like they were like on a big momentum swing. And that just took all the wind out of the sails. 2003. Was, on my birthday, October 14th. It was the allegedly. Versus the, the Marlins, right? I'm trying to remember who else was in the yes. playoff deck. Was that was the year that the Marlins won, won the wild card and they won the World Series. They won it in 03? Yeah. Stand by. Who won it in 02? Stand by. Uh, I know it was the they Giants. They did too. It was the double won. Marlins. Uh. It was Marlins both years. The Marlins didn't win back-to-back World Series. No, Marlins won in 97 and 03. So, Mock has joined the, the call, too. So, Mock, we're talking about uh, teams in the past 20 years uh, that were kind of like a should, – should have won a championship. All right. Yeah, we kind of covered them How's also. everybody doing? Uh, <laughs> that's Pretty a, shitty. I that's a relevant. Ball game tonight. You know, Kendall doesn't even ask me how I'm doing. Listen, we don't care. <laughs> That doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, well, Kendall, Kendall bought me a Funko Pop. I did, and I bought him for that. I smashed. That'd be a real bummer if that was true. It would. It would. And you know why? I would never do that to you. But he did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but, yeah, you but, did. But, but after all, I actually did. And you know what it was? It was Krusty the Clown. Hey, uh, kind of off was topic, really? but your guys' no. so- your guys' softball game is at 6.15 next week? Yeah, that's 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. Okay, if you guys can... Like, I'd like to try to start at 8. It's possible. Just because it's going to be a long show. Yeah, it's possible. Make it happen. Get it done. No excuses. <laughs> no excuses. Yeah, it's not like... Kyle, Kyle will be here by 8 because it's fantasy football. He won't, he, won't show, yeah. he won't show up to Kendall's house to hang out with his friends, but he'll definitely be there for <laughs> fantasy football. That's with all of our friend groups. Oh, uh, no, we had the day planned, and you blew it. Yeah, and then you were not free for, like, six months. Mock, you playing baseball or football? Uh, I didn't fire up the Xbox. I was more focused on uh, getting uh, the thing up and running. The sausages on uh, the grill? Nope. Reheated a hamburger I made last night. Ooh, never satisfying. Yeah, the other, the no, other night we got good. to, the other night we got to Mock's house. I make he was... my own burgers, Kendall. I don't buy them, you rat. The other the other night we got to Mox House, he was grilling up sausage. That's how the night started, and the night ended with him eating Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> yeah. And then taking a shit. A little bit of breakfast or dessert. I like it. So, a uh, couple of rough days for the old weight loss challenge. But Today was a rough day. I was telling Kendall, I went to uh, one of my favorite restaurants. They make this, like, chicken burger, but it's, like, uh, it's, like grilled. They, they char and grill the chicken, and like a chicken patty kind of thing, but it's not fried. And uh, okay. I got it to go, and then I got to Bridgeport, and then I opened it up, and it was a uh, double fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm just going to eat this now. <laughs> like, well, Darn. here's where we were at. Yeah. But I ate a salad when I got home. I didn't eat yeah. any of those chicken cutlets. <laughs> so I, I don't know if we have any more teams to discuss. <laughs> we kind of ran through them pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, I mean, we, we did. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I think it's fair to say, I think the number one would be the 2007 Patriots. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a team that makes it all the way to the big dance and then loses is always going to trump a team that was, like, 
bounced early, yeah. like like that, like the we talked about the Red Wings, oh five oh oh five oh six Red Wings. They were the President's Cup winner, and then they got bounced by the Oilers in round one, who, who eventually went on to lose yeah. the Stanley Cup to the newly Carolina Whalers. If we were to make like a, we'll call it a top five list, would really just kind of random. I think I would definitely throw the um, the Mariners on there because I that 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 season was just too insane. For them not it, to win, I think honestly though, I think I would, I think I would also include the the fifteen and one Panthers. In in twenty fifteen, I mean they had it. They, I mean they against against that Broncos offense, they should have had it in the back because they had a defense that was almost as par as the the Broncos defense. Their defense was still very good, and their offense was on fire. And they, there was no reason they should have lost that Super Bowl. Especially yeah, with how the Broncos offense played, I mean they they didn't look great. Yeah. I always think about the you know the, the fumbled snap was it I don't know if it was fumble snap or uh, the bar got loose from Cam and you know Von Miller got it yeah and like he, he like lunged for it but kind of held back yeah and like, you know you know you never know what a player is thinking ever but since like, that play Cam started dressing like a woman <laughs> you know I would never bring this up but given the demographic of the group that we have mm. I I shouldn't say the demographic oh, the, 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 the <laughs> The group of people that we have, Kendall and Paul, from what I know, both listen to rap music. I don't know if Mock or Kyle do. No. Okay. Kyle's an R&B uh, guy, and Mock pretty much listens to Shinedown and female pop singers. Okay, perfect. That's not true. Big Tom Petty guy. <laughs> but also female pop singers. Yeah. Big so, T-Swizzle guy. Kyle, that's a fucking face-up of your goat. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I know that has a front rat tail. So... They just uh, put out a preview for Hard Knocks tomorrow. Rams apparently have a list of the top five rappers of all time. Yeah, nobody's going to care about that because Jared Goff's girlfriend's on it, and that's all anyone's going to care. Because mm-hmm. someone said that like the first episode, she's in some shorts that are definitely not TV-appropriate, even <laughs> no. on HBO. No. So they listed Jay-Z as number one. This is the entire team. Yep. So your team sucks. Yeah. That's why you know that. Biggie is number two. Tupac number three. I mean, a, 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 a city that's in Eminem number four. And Machine Gun Kelly number five. Uh, <laughs> Lowe number five. <laughs> this is, this is why mean, I want to see this. We're right not gonna today. do. We're not gonna do this list because we're not. We're not a rap show. Uh, say that for when we're on the. the Whatever, whatever. What's the show called? Five Alive Crew. Four Alive Crew. Four Alive Crew. Well, Four Loco Crew. <laughs> no longer on the PPRN radio now. <laughs> I saw a sticker oh, that really? said Four Alive yeah. Crew in Bridgeport the other day. Really? Yeah, it was on a street sign. <laughs> Massey, the only thing I could say is I'll chalk that up to the age of the players on the team. Yeah. What do you mean? Because you got to figure like the people voting on this list that the Rams came up with grew up with. You know, Lil Wayne, Jay Z. No, they didn't. But, uh, not really. Of course they did. Not really. What do you mean? A lot of those guys are younger than us. <laughs> yes, and Jay Z has more recent music than Lil Wayne does. Well, what? <laughs> so here's the thing, and, and I'm just going to indulge the conversation just for a second. So, Kendall, it's not Paul Wall. No, 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 no. But I, I think a, a big part of Jay Z's success was, you know, you know. Biggie, you know, being killed, and you know the the New York scene had definitely had fledged back to being more popular than that of what the West Coast was doing. Did he put out and, the Did he put out the hit that got Pac killed? 
Yeah, I mean, and you know, the, the, the framework was already kind of in place for Jay-Z to be successful. I've always hated that that I mean, name was pronounced Tup- Tupac and Biggie, like, they didn't grow up on Tupac and Biggie. Um, also, Mock is wrong. Wayne has put out music more recently than Jay-Z has. Yeah. <laughs> when? Uh, well, he released out? an album when, was the last, the- when, when do you remember Jay-Z putting out an album that got, like, actual media notoriety? The Carter I Four. Him. I remember. Or not the Carter Four. That was Lil Wayne. Um, Magna Carta. What the hell was a? Yeah, the Magna Carta. That was. No, that was right after the one with Kanye West. 2012. The last. Yeah. The last big one he put out what was it? Was it the like the Blueprint or something? That was in like 2000. <laughs> yeah, this no, that's, that's yeah. not the one I'm thinking of. Yes, no, it is. The, the Magna Carta was his like most recent successful album, and that was in 2012. I think the the blueprint is a series of albums. The year Marissa graduated high school. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking is it the blueprint three I'm thinking of then? But that blueprint? came out in like '08. Yep. It was the Magna Carta because he came out with the song with the N word in Paris with Kanye West. Yep. And then right after that, that album came out. Not that long after because that album came out. Then they filmed Blades of Glory. <laughs> Just kidding, because it was the opposite. They used Blades of Glory yeah. in the song. Ha ha ha. Um, Magna Carta. Released. I was like, no one laughed. It was a bad joke. <laughs> Magna, Carta, Magna Carta released in 2013. 13. So that was the last notable album that he had. I mean, he's done feature work and stuff, but Lil Wayne dropped an album, I think, like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rock album. Yeah, he's been trying to do that for a long time. <clears throat> the Carter Five. No, the rock album is different, Kyle. That was like four years ago. No, I know. I'm just saying he put out a rock. Yeah, look out. how funny Kyle is right now. His nose looks even bigger. You know, it's fucked up. <laughs> Kyle, you kind of look like one of those Easter Island heads. Put my phone right here. It's a better view. Kyle, is that pee stain on the wall? That's a good chance. <laughs> hey, Kyle, why don't you pan the phone a little bit to the left? My left. You're right. You're right. That guy doesn't play there anymore, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, no. I laugh every time I see that Antonio Brown fat head on his wall. <laughs> I'm going to cycle this guy out from the rest of him because he's different. Boy, was he right. <laughs> Does Fathead still make posters? Yes. They're like commercial, like them and Glade. I haven't seen commercial for either of them in a long time. <laughs> plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> Well, so I get we we kind of wrapped up our uh, should have won. I mean, there's not really a lot to talk about other than you know, you know, should have won. <laughs> should have won, honestly. Um, but I think I'd be curious what your guys' thoughts would be. Let's say if in yes, I agree. I would like a Blazers Lakers score update. Oh, can we get one of those masks? What was that? Blazers Lakers score update. You can go ahead. Keep going. If sixty-two forty Lakers. Ooh, series is over. (laughs) Would it be a bigger deal if, let's say, if Seattle... Lakers scored 43 in the first. Wow. If Seattle didn't beat the Broncos and and ended up losing the way they did to New England in the Super Bowl, is it a bigger deal if they didn't win that first Super Bowl? In in, in your opinion? So let's say Seattle doesn't beat the Broncos in was it twenty thirteen or twenty? Yes, you said that. What are what's it a bigger so, deal about? What I'm talking about. So Seattle losing the way they did to New England in the Super Bowl. Yep. How how do you think that would change? Like in, in you know it's a, it's really a bummer the way they lost on that 
you know. I don't think there would be as oh, yeah. much you criticism think? because it would have been Pete Carroll's first time at the big dance. Yeah. But having had been having been there not just a year ago, you know, type of thing. Here's the thing, though. I don't think that play. I, don't, I mean, you think about it now, like that play is not even referred to as much anymore because Malcolm Butler sucks. Yeah. Oh no, people still mock on the Seahawks all the time about it. Well, I don't but, really hear it as much. Not as much. Yeah, but think about it. If that play managed to like work. It would have been a genius. It would have been the greatest play call ever. In no one would have seen it coming. No, it's, it's how it goes. It's always Except that way. Belichick did. No, but that's just how it always goes. <laughs> it, well, it I mean, like a, it was a, wasn't it like a tip pass? It's, like it's not even there? that Belichick did. Butler made a good play. It, it, but that's how that's how it is in all sorts. I mean, like what would have happened in the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl if the first play from scrimmage wasn't, wasn't a high snap over Manning's head? Right. You started the game. What, how different would the game have been? If Manning had gotten the ball and hit Emmanuel Sanders on a, or not Emmanuel, that was a, he wasn't there yet, but had hit Demarius Thomas on a, on a fourteen yard in route or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you don't know. I think he was there though. No, Emmanuel Sanders wasn't there when they lost to the Seahawks. I don't remember. But you're right. Like, did he no, because that was when Wes Welker was there. I think he was there. I don't think so. But you, you start off the game two nothing, and then the Seahawks have the ball. It's like you're already down like two possessions yeah. essentially. And ruin Devin Hester's record. Yeah, that, that that annoys me most of all. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I would to eliminate that play from Super Bowl history. I would give the Patriots six more Super Bowl wins to, to, to stop that from happening. Yeah. If I were to trade in any of the Patriots' victories, I think I would definitely trade in the Seahawks one. I mean, the the Falcons one was agonizing to watch, but. It's like if you're going to give up a lead, that big. Yeah, but that you can't fault the Patriots for the Falcons sucking. No, no, I'm <laughs> just saying, saying if, like, I, if I get the if I get the pick and choose, like I don't want the Patriots to win this particular Super Bowl. I think what do you I got, Matt? Paul's right. Yeah, I knew he wasn't there. Emmanuel Sanders it was arrived Demarius the next Thomas, year. But... It was Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker, and Wes Welker. That's when they sell Julius Thomas. Who did he replace? Who? Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders. I think Welker and Decker both left after that, didn't they? Decker was still there for a year. So. Nope. Oh, Welker. Was still there? Manuel. Well, no, Welker was hurt. He didn't play. Sanders Decker, played the outside, though. Decker went to the Jets. Yeah. I remember, because that year, didn't Decker have, like, a five-touchdown game or something like that? Yeah. Like a bonkers Damn. fucking game. That was the year they opened up against the Falcons, because the Falcons had won the Super Bowl, and they threw, Peyton Manning threw seven touchdowns in the fucking season opener. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, Baltimore. What did I say? Ray, uh, Falcons. Uh, both birds. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. Both birds. Dirty bird. Dirty bird. If you could wish, we'll do this before we sip our sec- our last tequila and we'll go to a break. If you guys could wish anything from the upcoming NFL season, besides like stupid answers like my team winning the Super Bowl or there being a full non-COVID season, like like something like outside of like, like let's just say, I mean, we're all kind of in a position going into the season where none of our teams have any, like, they're going to make a big run this year. So we can all kind of say, you know, like, we could all say something individual about our team, I guess. Like, I hope Mitch Trubisky gets his last chance. <laughs> we could do one-on-one like a, a four-year team and just a yeah, I hope else. Daniel Jones doesn't fumble a lot. <laughs> yeah. I hope James Conner plays three games. <laughs> I hope the defense holds up to expectations. Yeah. That was Massey's, by the way. It was. Like, what, do you, what do you wish? Like, what do you genuinely wish? Well, you kind of said mine. What, that James Conner plays? I want to see James Conner play a full year. Well, that's not happening. And I said it can't be about your team. 
I didn't hear that part. I thought you said it could be. No. Kyle, can you, like, either put it on your whole face or just put it somewhere else? I don't want to look at your leaking ear. It's my other ear, you dickhead. They both leak. No, just the left one. That one's leaking out all the knowledge. Nope. You could just turn your camera off. Mm-hmm. So, what do you got? I want something genuine. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see, uh, My hope would be that Philip Rivers has a really good year with Indianapolis. Okay. Somehow you're still a Chargers home. Like, what do you think by really good year? Like, like 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns? Yeah, even... Two game-winning drives? Yeah, yeah. Like so it goes two for 14? <laughs> yes, two for 14 with 30 touchdowns. No, no, I mean two for 14 like <laughs> on winning drives. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two for 14 30 touchdowns. Massey, what do you got? I hope Nick Bosa and Jimmy Garoppolo both find God and retire from the 49ers. No, it can't be something stupid like that. Fine, I hope Jimmy Garoppolo tears his ACL. No. No, no, That's no. That's not cool. Yeah, come on. Man. I would try to go with the God thing. No. Fuck the God thing. Kyle, do you have something? I do. What do you got? I hope Minshew Mania lives up to expectations. Mm. Minshew Mania. Yeah. Mash, you have one now? No? Mock? I want to see the Seahawks play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Ew. I think it'd be an, a super exciting game to watch. I don't. 50 to 51. <laughs> Chiefs. I hope that I the I, Patrick I'd Mahomes like game winning field goal. I hope the Bills take the next step. Win, win the division? <laughs> you know what mine is? What? It's super genuine. What? I hope the Bucks win the Super Bowl. See, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to get yelled at. All the people like Mock that think Tom Brady's not a good quarterback. I never said he wasn't good. System quarterback. Yeah, system quarterback is is a synonym for a not a good quarterback. That's not true. It is. He was very good. It is. There's nobody ever says, nobody has ever used the term system quarterback in a positive way. Nobody. Ever. In the history of NFL analytics, no one has ever been like, that guy's a system quarterback, (laughs) and that's a good thing. Never. Oh, that guy's just a system quarterback. Empty numbers. That's what it's always inflated to. Empty numbers. I don't think they're empty. He was great in that system. Yeah, but every yeah, every great quarterback was great in their system. So, like, Brett Favre was a system quarterback. Peyton Manning was a system quarterback. Mark, he no, said Brees was a system Favre quarterback. Went to other yes. teams and played great. If no, he, he went. He had one. He had wrong. one good year with a stacked Minnesota team. He did not play good with the Jets. But he went to a different team and had a great year. I didn't say he was good with the Jets. Okay, so Drew Brees is a system quarterback. Brees was Dan Marino is a system quarterback. Got hurt. But but but, but all but so, but all of Drew Brees' success has come with one team and pretty much one head coach. No, he was good with the Chargers and got hit, hurt, and they moved on. But he wasn't the Drew Brees he was with the Saints. Not even close. Because they moved on from him. But it wasn't even close though. So Dan, fine. So Dan Marino's a system quarterback. Joe Montana, system quarterback. Steve Young. Those are all system quarterbacks. No. Why? Because both Montana and Young had success on other teams. So Dan Marino's a system quarterback. Where did Young have Dan success? Mar- I don't think we can count Young, but we can we can count Montana. Yeah, but Young was terrible with the Bucks. <laughs> it was pretty bad. So I'm getting I'm getting him confused with somebody, but I mean. It, he has to go out and prove it. If he goes out and plays well this year, then okay, I was wrong. But but system I quarterback mean, is a negative term. 
I, I've never said Brady was bad. But it's a I negative term. Good. But it's a negative term. It Be downgrades it his abilities. He was good in their system. Down plays. We'll see what he does this year. I have another one. Yeah. I hope Jameis Winston ends up playing quarterback and kills it. <laughs> Could you imagine? Shakes off all the bad energy and just goes absolutely insane. I, I would love to have Mock and Kendall write a book about the <laughs> Patriots. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be so good. I'd read it. Look, but I don't discredit Tom Brady. It would just be no. I was say it'd be so great. It'd be filled with a lot of hatred from Kendall's side and a lot of like, like shitting on like not being like good from Mock's side. It would be like a real there, fun no book to on. read. I mean, they. They laid out the blueprint to have a team that can run, train on the league for 20 years. No other team will do it. The, the blueprint is there. Yeah, but the system quarterback thing is a negative term, and it, it basically means that you can plug in any other average quarterback, and they will have had the same success. Because they, they did it. They seem to find ways to sign players, so they'll be okay. They didn't do it, though. They did. They had one year where they won the division and then were made a mockery of in the playoffs. What are we talking about? What, the Patriots. what else did they do? A mediocre quarterback and won 11 games. And then were disgraced in the playoffs. Well, I don't think they made the playoffs. They didn't make playoffs either. Because another... They so then that, so they the didn't division. do it then. If they didn't make the playoffs, then, they, then you can't plug in any average quarterback and have it be the same thing. It was it was an anomaly of a season where an eleven and five team missed the playoffs. That happens I mean, a lot. I have another one. Okay. I hope Todd Gurley fucking kills it this year. Yeah. <laughs> so so to to bounce, I mean, if if the Bucks go two and fourteen, is Brady's not? I mean, then what's the argument on the other side? He's forty two. But so you can't have it both ways. So if but if they go two if they go two and fourteen, but Brady throws five thousand yards and forty five touchdowns and two then interceptions. They didn't go two and fourteen. So well, they, they did. Their defense is still bad. <laughs> but they didn't go two and fourteen. He threw five thousand yards and that. Many. Have you watched <laughs> Stafford play the entire time he's been in the league? <laughs> Thank you. Hey, hey, you leave Stafford out of this, man. <laughs> it's not his fault. Poor he's Stafford. a good player. Okay, fine. Exaggeration. But if he goes out and throws 3,500 yards and 35 touchdowns and less than 10 interceptions. I have another one. Kyle, give it a second. Well, I'm just saying, if, if if the Patriots go out, or if the, if the Bucks and go please out. please stop showing us the, the inside of your Tom nose. If Tom Brady plays a great year and scores 28 to 30 points a game, but the defense gives up 35 points a game, every single person will immediately blame Tom Brady for their failure. Yes. Because he's a system quarterback that sucks outside of the Patriots system. That's exactly what will happen. Every single person will do it. And what bugs me more than anything in the world, we've done it a billion times, we're going to do this tequila thing and go to break. There is no reason for Giants fans to hate the Patriots. There is not. There's no, there's no reason. It's logistics. Kyle, what's your last one? I hope Stafford has an MVP here. That's not happening. Uh, no, but I can hope. Yeah, he's a crybaby, Kyle. He is not. He is a crybaby, Kyle. That guy takes more beating than anybody else. That's not true. It's up there. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson does it to himself. No, he does What? So, anyways, this tequila. I'm surprised Kyle didn't say, I hope David Johnson has a great year. I have another one. (laughs) Dude, that was coming. Alright, what do you got in the nose? I hope David Johnson kills it as well. 
Sugar. So this one does not smell sweet like the other ones. I smell sweet. Well, it, if it does, it, it smells like like sugar from the raw is what I'm. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm getting. So like, like cane not, sugar, not fruity sugar. No, right, like correct. cane sugar. Like vanilla and caramel. Yeah. This smells like what I would imagine. Like you would. It smells like hey, if someone hands you tequila on a boat. They're gonna say it's what I imagine you smell like. <laughs> like if you were in a boat. With a bunch of you know people you never met and they hand you tequila. This is what I'd imagine. So it should be it's vanilla, like. caramel, oak, and agave. Like roasted agave should be the the main sense you get, and then taste it. Mass already did. No, I didn't. Hmm. Not super sweet. This is sharp, a- long finish. Yeah. 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 Almost. It's not, but it almost feels kind of buttery. I don't know another way to describe the what I just. No, that's fair. Like, I can, I can like a coat like your a, tongue. Yeah, I can agree with that. No, I know what you mean. Like like a coat your tongue. Like yeah, that. yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like a, a savory. Well, that's going to come more from the caramel and vanilla. It's from the it's from the the glucose. But you're going to get some of the oak. You're going to get some of the more the agave cooked again. And you kind of get what you what you get on the nose on this one is a lot what you get on the smell. Um, you will get a little bit more of that alcohol burn at the end. And you can pull out a little bit of the smokiness and some fruitiness a little bit here and there on there. Especially on um, like orange and nectarine. The citrusy fruits. Mm-hmm. And then this. So this was the Codigo 1530 and Yeho. That was a, what? The really expensive pint? Yeah, the pint is $70. The fifth goes for like 140 Oh my god. Yeah, it's great to work for a liquor company. I'm sorry, <laughs> what was the name of this? Codigo 1530 and Yeho. And how much was it? Uh, I think it retails for like one thirty to one fifty. Uh, would we like you know, a Kendall? Kendall just texted me and said he doesn't like it. <laughs> Kendall would never <laughs> say that to anybody. Would he anybody like a like gas? Blazers, Lakers. No, I don't want it. No, it's, it's already been heartbreaking enough. We're gonna go to break. We'll see you guys live on the other side of the PPRN Radio Network. And now back, back to, to getting, getting sports, sports with, with drunk, drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Skype Calls. Right. Yep. You guys, like nope. that? you guys like that intro? I no, did. I don't like Mox still there? Yeah, he's, I muted him, but for whatever reason, I can't unmute him. <laughs> Just unmute himself. Yeah, it's, it's a weird feature. My, my internet's all over the place. Like it's that could be in used and for out. the intro. That was pretty good. Yeah, I got a few good burps on record somewhere. All right, so let's do the first tequila, then we'll get into the MLB trade talk. Um, so the lighter one, gentlemen. So smell, nose away. Kyle, what do you get on the nose? Um, Boogers. Dust. Okay. In the wind? <laughs> Remember the time we heard dust in the wind three times in the same day? Yeah, we thought we were going to die. Yeah, that was, when we, that was when we bought three games of bowling and only played one. <laughs> yep. Then we got free coupons to play bowling in there, and then they shut down three weeks later. <laughs> this is what floral again, but I think I smell what? citrus in this, too. So I'm getting that vanilla, but you know what's weird? I'm getting something that would smell like gasoline, how gasoline would smell. Mm. I, can't, I can't describe it. Mm. So mash is on, on the, right on the head. So go ahead and taste. Best move Duh. of the whole night is Massey taking a sip of tequila, then rinsing with Bush and going back for the second taste <laughs> of tequila. 
Really good. That's that. a little spicy. Mm. Hard pass on that one. No? No. They're a little spicy. So, so it should have it should have almost had no finish. Like it kind of disappeared. And it should have dried out real quick. Like a like almost like that like a dry. Yeah. Mm. So this is the Codigo fifteen thirty Rosa. Which Rosa, is, Rosa, Rosa. Which is a barrel aged reposado tequila, which is then finished in French wine casks. Huh. Cabernet sounds, to be exact. So sounds fancy. The dryness you're getting and the fruity you're getting is the wine? is grapes. Is the, the Cabernet grape. You're getting that dry tanniny to it, which is where the finish comes from, almost that quenching feeling. And then you're gonna kinda you'll get the floral and the citrus from the tequila mixed with that the um with the, the wine. And so you'll kinda finish off with like maybe a little That like, might be what I was smelling as the Cabernet a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you'll too. get a little extra oakiness and like some veg vegetal notes in there. Hmm. Do I want to know what that retails for? I think the roast is like somewhere like sixty, sixty five. Oh, that's not too bad. I think it's on the same par as I thought, because it's still a wrap-up. Yeah. All right, so uh, MLB trades. Trade deadline's mm-hmm. coming up next Monday. Very strange. Yeah, we will not be able to uh, cover anything about it next week, as we'll be doing the uh, GSWD Fantasy Draft, where the uh, the loser has to let Kyle shave their sack blindfolded. <laughs> um, oh, fuck me. Yep. And he'll be using kitchen shears. Oh, my. Um. So, uh... Think about your ball. Yeah, it's either that or you have to eat a can of tuna fish. That's very doable, Mark. Can I choose the tuna fish option? Yeah, it's going to be albacore white chunk. Okay. <laughs> That's the worst tuna yeah. fish. I'd rather do that than, like, Kyle, anywhere near my ball sack. No, Kyle's pretty careful around the ball sack. Blindfolded? Yeah. You've seen the size? Have of, you ever seen the size of Kyle Schnoz? When you cover the eyes, the other sense. Yeah, who's like passing gas right now or like having stomach grumbles? That'd be Mock. No, that's Kyle. Is that that's somebody snoring? That's Mock. Kyle, Mock you there? <laughs> All that I'm going to call him. He passed out. <laughs> he passed out on the show. I got him. <laughs> Are we that boring? <laughs> I guess so. He's really helping the, the radio. <laughs> Mike. Ah, uh, he's awake. <laughs> Should I just hang up on him? Yup. Yeah. Alright. Alright, Kyle, still there? I'm here. Alright. Oh my god. So wait, but he, he joined the call he, with us, right? Yeah, but he literally just said before that, like, my internet's spotty. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, question. What do you think the chances are that he faked it so that he didn't have to be on the show anymore? I mean, that was very convincing. No, that was too good. Kyle? Nah, he fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that guy can't do anything and sit in a chair at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Movie he's, theaters, video games, he's He sits out. on this chair all the time. Yeah, but, like, but that's because it's, it's hot down here. Kyle, how many times have you gone to a movie theater with Mock? Like four. All right, I've been three times with him. Not counting the time I went with Kyle. How many times has he made it through a whole movie? One. Endgame, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dude, Spider-Man. Oh, multiverse? No. Yeah. He made it through through Endgame. Dude, we went to go see Avengers Age of Ultron, and he passed out 20 minutes into it. To be fair, that's a boring-ass movie. But but you didn't know it was going to be boring when it was in theaters. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's you can't make that assumption. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be boring. <laughs> also, Mash, real quick, you get two seconds to talk about it. Uh, have you played any Last of Us? Yes. How is it? Last of Us Two? Yeah. No. There's no point in me buying it though. There's nowhere for me to play it. Spoiler alert! Don't you dare! I will murder you. I swear to God, I will carry Underwood your fucking car. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I will kill you, Mass. Burt Reynolds shows up. I don't know if that's true. That'd be pretty cool, though. All right, so uh, MLB Trades. Deadline's next Monday. Uh, I said we will not be covering it uh, on the day to follow all the stuff that happens last minute because of uh. the GSWD draft. Um, we've already seen a couple moves from the Phillies. Trying to strengthen uh, the statistically worst bullpen in MLB history, um, and so yep. uh, kind of just talk about some names that might be on the move. So, does anybody want to take the reins on it? That's not named Kyle. Damn. <laughs> well, I I was looking at a list right now, just trying to de- determine. Because the problem with this year is I'm very confused with. How I understand that you know, listen. If you're a free agent, you know you're still a free agent. But I'm I'm wondering like how like contracts are evaluated. Because it's a year. Of, it's a year off your contract. Yeah, it changes with the contract. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Kyle? Nothing changes with the contract if you're on the MLB roster. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like for example, Clevenger was scheduled to be a free agent this year. But because the, the whole thing with him going out to the bar in Chicago and the, the Indians designated him to the alternate site, and as of right now, they have no plans to bring him up unless they think that the team needs him. And they're, they're, they've already announced they're going to be doing a team vote on him coming back, if mm-hmm. he, you know, type of thing. They're not, they're not going to bring him back just because they, after 14 days of quarantine, which is what a lot of people thought might be happening in the beginning, they're just going to, they're going to keep him down there until they think that they need him. And they're going to see if they can do it without him because he because he hurt the team, right? And um, so he- so but anyway, so um, if you're in the alternate site for however many percentages, however much percentage of the season, it doesn't count towards your contract. So, so if Clevenger finishes the rest of the year in the alternate site, mm-hmm. he, he'll actually postpone free agency another year, okay, which is that's which is going to be which is bad for him, which is going to be bad for him because yeah. it's going to delay his big money contract, right? And could and could theoretically really hurt him, because that means he's pretty much going to go an entire two calendar years without pitching a baseball game. Really, I mean, he pitched what, maybe twice, Kyle, two times maybe, three I think. But still, three three major league starts in two years that could really fuck him up. Mass, what do you keep looking at me for? Lakers are up more than forty points on the Blazers. Yeah, the Blazers the Blazers weren't going to get it done. It was all hopeful, wishful thinking. The Lakers are going to play the Celtics in the finals, and the Lakers are going to win four nothing. We got this. <laughs> no, you don't. We'll beat the Celtics. No, you won't. Yeah, we will. So I guess I have another question. So, if you're quote unquote sent down, are you seeing any action at all? Meaning, like simulated a- games in the ultimate site. <clears throat> so, but you, so you are playing baseball in. Yeah. Yes and no. So, like, it's a simulated game. So, you're simulating right. the other side. So like, I wasn't sure how it so was. So, like, Clevenger threw 80 pitches in a simulated game. He mm-hmm. threw 80 pitches over six innings in a simulated game. Where, like, you know, they called balls and strikes and type right, of thing. Right, right, right. And they, they made hits and shit like that. Um, but, yeah, so if you're 
does if you are on if you're on the um, assignment for the alternate site, you can be traded. So if a team because the rosters were expanded and then they had the alternate site where guys can keep working out, so they can do call ups and whatnot. So like you can put anybody from your farm system, AAA all the way down to single A, in your into the alternate site. Those guys can be traded. But if you had like a single A prospect that's like projected to be the next big pitcher, but like in five years after he works his way up because he's 18 right now, and you didn't put him on your alternate site, he can't be traded. So you can't trade prospects that aren't in your alternate site or on your roster. Mm -hmm. Right, Kyle? Correct. So do you have a name, Kendall? Or no? Well, so I I have blocks, so. It's, it's because this year is so different and it's like, so you're looking for a guy to kind of make an immediate impact because, you know, everyone's mindset right now is, you know, it's, it's for everyone, it's world series or bust. And for a lot of teams, you know, the decision, I mean, they're, they're, what am I trying to say? What, what their future was going to be was decided within the first 20 games of the year. Um, so with that being said, it's like, Teams looking to make a, like immediate impact, you know, a team like the, the Yankees who are hot for a while have de- have certainly cooled off, but are definitely in a, a position to you know perhaps make a move. Um, so, like for for an example, so the Red Sox came out and said yesterday that there is nobody on their team that's untouchable. So Sale is an untradeable option because of injury and because of the injury. Um, he's not on the roster or the alternate side, so he can't be traded. But um, they said nobody is off limits, including J.D. Martinez and Xander Bogarts. I think the number one, uh, in my opinion, uh, traded, like most going to be most sought after and shopped player for the Red Sox is going to be Mitch Moreland. He's the only player on the team that's been somewhat consistently good throughout the you know, halfway point-ish of the season. And... Um, the Red Sox, I think, are pretty much all just going. They're, they're kind of chalking this up to a lost cause at this point. They're not. They're not going to catch the Rays and the Yankees. They don't have the starting pitching for it. They don't have the bullpen for it, and they don't have like they have a good lineup, but it's not hitting. I mean, Xander Bogarts, I think, is batting below two hundred. Um, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, and JD Martinez has been dealing with heat stroke issues on and off. They just you know they have a good lineup, but it's not consistent, and they're having health issues. And I think Mitch Moreland would be a real good target for a contender going into the, the trade deadline. Sorry, Mark just texted me. <laughs> he says He should be allowed back. He says call call dropped. And I said, We hung up because you were snoring OL. He says, uh LMAO sounds about right. You can come and I said you can come back if you want. He's not going No. Let's we'll see what he says. So Kyle, why don't you go ahead and name a player? What do you think about the Mitch Moreland thing, Kyle? Um, I can see it happening to an AL contender. Why? More of like the defense and more of the like the defensive capability at first base and the DH. Um, but that's an, but that's an NL thing now too. No, I know. I forgot. But <laughs> I I see him more like an AL player just because he's always really been in the AL. <laughs> it's just the worst reasoning for things, Kyle. Well, no, I. Forgot about the DH. I don't know. I see him going to like I don't know, like 
a team that's trying to get in and who has an injury at first base. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. The Giants. Yeah, but they suck. Not the Giants, man. I'm not the Padres, the San Diego Fathers. <laughs> they have Hosmer. Well, you know, it's, it's like funny. a Toronto. Like they could use a veteran at first base and Vladimir Guerrero DH because he's fat. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because like the mindset is a little bit different now because now. Like the trade deadline is like, okay, now the season will, quote, wind down. It's like, what, what would be the value of, like, oh, hey, like a, like a Jay Bruce? Like, hey, we, we, need, we want a guy that we think is going to be a, a power hitter off the bench, you know, mm-hmm. late in games. Like, what? He ain't going nowhere. I'm sorry? He ain't going nowhere. Who? Jay Bruce. Well, I guess maybe not Jay Bruce, but like a Jay Bruce, you know, caliber player guy who's no, not starting well, I every day. You, I, I think that we're. Whether he goes somewhere or not, I think we're going to see a big three-team. I could think we could see a big three-team bidding war for uh, Starling Marte. I think we could see the Diamondbacks, the Padres, and the Mets. The Mets had big links to him in the offseason. Right, which is I interesting. Could, I, I thought could the... see the Mets, Padres, and the uh, Diamondbacks all can, all doing some bidding for uh, for Starling Marte. I thought the big move was going to be this past offseason. There are two names that come to mind when it comes to the trade online one we already talked about mike clevenger i've seen teams reach out that teams have reached out and asking for his price or whatever i think if the indians get a good enough trade offer they'll trade him who mike clevenger Ooh, see i'm on a different wavelength as you bud and then the other one, I'm thinking the I'm thinking the big star trade that could happen is Lindor to the Dodgers. Oh. Spicy. The Dodgers have the money to spend. They still have money to spend, and Cleveland's a notoriously cheap team. And I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to be willing to give Lindor what he's going to ask for. Lindor's going to ask for top dollar at the shortstop position, mm. as he should. And Cleveland is a notoriously cheap team that doesn't pay big names. And I could, I think the Dodgers could very well bring him in and add it to that massive rotation that they've got, or the uh, massive lineup that they got going on. Yeah, I could see it happening. I could also see the Yankees shelling out a lot of money for him. Or the Phillies. Another name that I have in mind is Trevor Bauer. A team like the Padres, who are now in it, could use him because they're starting pitching kind of whack. Um... The Rangers could use them. Like, the French teams are looking for a start, like a two or three. He could fit a nice one. Speaking of French teams, I could see the White Sox going after Kevin Gossman from the Giants. Mm-hmm. He's been having a decent year. They need they kind of need a, a, an extra push in the starting rotation. Um, Giolito's been a little shaky, but not terrible. Keuchel's been pitching very well. Cease is starting to get into into into, into a good mindset as a young pitcher. But they're still struggling with, you know, Ronaldo Lopez is still struggling a little bit here and there. And they kind of have an open spot in that fifth thing after Rodon started the year but got hurt again. Um, I think Gossman could be a very good plug-in for the third, third, fourth spot and kind of help solidify the rotation. Cueto, I think, is available now. They have a lot of hitting. You know, they can put up runs in bunches. Um, you know, you're going to see, you know, a team that hits seven home runs in a game go score one run, as Kyle <laughs> has said to me many times. But, um, but you know... The, more times than not, they're gonna they're gonna have the ability to put up five six runs in a game, 
And right now what they need is they need the starting pitching that's going to keep them under three runs. I think the bullpen has been playing fairly well for the White Sox, but they need that additional push in the starting pitching. I think the Mets need to get rid of Edwin Diaz. I agree. I think that, unfortunately, just <laughs> didn't work out because don't know why. It's, I guess, the guy, you know, couldn't pitch in a big market or whatever. You know, I just it seems like the Mets and closers just don't work out. I was also, I was curious. I was kind of just peeking at a list here. It's sort of like a Mr. Irrelevant guy, but I, I really like the uh, – I'm always interested in the prospect of adding a, quote, big bat, you know, somebody off the bench. What about, like, the prospect of, like, a Daniel Murphy, you know, adding him to, like, uh, a, a team that, you know, is kind of in a position to, you know, to make a run? Just like a, a guy who's off the bench. It's tough in his situation because the Rockies are in it. Well, right, but, you know, it, it, it's funny. They're, but is, is in your opinion, do you think he's essential to that team? I mean, I, I could be wrong. I, I just feel like he's just he's the, the, the 14th so, man. Essential? Probably not. But... He's the type of guy you got you want for the playoffs. He has experience. He's a left-handed bat. Has a little pop. I see it tough being the Rockies for sure. I guess what I mean, what, what would it take for the Rockies? Like what? What? Phillies are trading Harper to the Braves <laughs> for cash. <laughs> yeah. A Braves bucket of it. Starters too. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't get a hold of Mock. He's awake, but. Uh, I don't know. If somebody, like, blows him away with, like, a, like a middle reliever or, like, a back end of the rotation guy, I can see him doing it. You there? Yeah, I'm trying to think. So, and also, I'm kind of looking at a list here as a someone who is – under contract, not through through next year, um, but like a guy like like a, a Chris Bryant, like what, what would what would be worth it to the Cubs? Who kind of already got the best out of him, you know what I mean? Like they, they definitely got their money's worth out of Chris Bryant. Yeah, I mean, again, like it depends on what the Cubs want to do. If they think they, they they can win it this year, I don't see a chance for them to trade him. But if the Cubs say fuck it and they want to go younger, get a couple prospects or I tell you though, a high prospect, or if they think they could win without him in the offense, go after Clevenger or somebody of that caliber. The White Sox should go after Clevenger. He already knows the good bars to go. To. <laughs> um, I uh, I gotta tell you, I think the one player I don't, I'm not saying it's gonna happen before anyone gets their panties in a wad. Um, but I think the one player that's going to have the most phone calls made about them in terms of offers being made for trades is JT Romuto. Yeah. Phillies are super underperforming. Um, I, I don't see them, you know, I, I'm not doing it to be a dick, but I don't, I don't see them, even if they take an overhaul in the bullpen, I, I don't see them being able to climb out of the hole they're in to make the playoffs. I mean, they're the second worst team in the NL behind the Pirates right now. Um, so, you know, the, the Phillies fans and players have very been vocalized about wanting Romuto extended, but it hasn't happened. And that's all the firepower in the world for other GMs to call and make trade offers. Yeah. 
And, I mean, I'm not saying, like I said, I don't think the Phillies are going to move him this year. I think, if anything, that he'll just hit free agency before they trade him. But, I mean, it would be interesting to see what packages are offered. I mean, a couple good bullpen arms, you know, I mean, like, good, real good bullpen arms could be all all the thing. I mean, who knows? It's true. I'd be surprised if the Phillies don't get at least a dozen phone calls for Romuto this, this during the trade deadline. Now I was looking. At, I saw a report from the Mets about Stroman, but I also thought I heard a, a contradicting report later, and I, I don't remember what was the most recent uh, thing said about him. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? No, no. Hey, he opted out. He had about. I mean, we're talking about. So there was uh, like, what, before he opted out was he was untouchable, and then there was something about him being like, well, you know, it, it depends on where the Mets are at, you know, come trade deadline, and that that might be different. But then he he opted out, which kind of changed everything. But, For me, I think the Mets kind of need to do a big. They have to really think about what they want, because the team that they have doesn't work. I want to go back to Clevenger. I think the two be- I think the two biggest landing spots for him are the Yankees and the Twins. And the Twins. Think about it. The Twins. The Twins and the Indians have complete opposite mantras. The Twins go out every game with a ro- with a, a, a rotation that you're not going to score on us, and but we're going to bank on you scoring less than we score because our pitching is that good, but our hitting isn't. The Twins have the opposite mantra where. We're going to give up five or six runs, but we're going to put up ten. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we have arguably the best lineup in baseball in terms of hitting the, the baseball. But our pitching, meh. <laughs> uh, you, know, you, add a, you add a solid ace to that. I mean, I'm not I saying. I don't see the Indians and the Twins making a trade together. Why? Baseball's not. <laughs> because they're both in the mix. Yeah, but that doesn't the mean Indians anything in baseball. Indians are fighting for the one spot. But that doesn't mean anything in base. Yeah, but the Indians are fighting for the one spot doesn't like them. They're not. They're not going to get the, any closer without Clevenger. They're not using Clevenger. So, right. well, so but if you can trade, but if you can, but if you can so trade Clevenger for other pieces yeah. you need, you trade Clevenger for some hitting prospects and things like that. Then you avoid the big money contract. You get some youth that you have under cheap contract for a few years, which is what they love, and you instill some hitting in the lineup. They need the hitting. Baseball is not like the other sports. Baseball will do the in-division trades. They don't give a shit about that. I think if it comes down to winning the division, I don't think they'd make that trade. But winning the division isn't as important anymore. Especially, Especially this year. It's not. I mean, you can see it however you want, but winning the division this year is not as important as it used to be. You have a home field advantage, but you don't have fans. So the only thing you have is knowing which way the ball is going to roll down the third and first baseline and knowing your outfield walls. You don't have a home field advantage really at all in baseball right now. And winning, getting the two, getting the, the two spot in the division makes you still guarantee you a playoff spot. And the way it's shaping up, the way the season's rolling out, Whoever finishes third in the AL Central is probably going to get a wild card spot. So, I could very well see them trading Clevenger to the Twins in order to get some prospects or 
maybe a couple like eight nine type hitters type of thing, some defensive type of guys. I could see them doing it. Baseball's not like all the other sports. You don't in football, you don't see the Steelers trading players to the Ravens or the Bears and the Packers exchanging players. It doesn't happen in football, and it doesn't happen as much in hockey either. And, you know, but, like, basketball and baseball, like, divisions don't, like, division trades don't really mean anything to them. You see it all the time. You see players go within divisions all the time. This is true. Um, off the top of my head, I don't ask you to look it up. The Dodgers are, have... I mean, the, the White Sox won the World Series in 2005 and then dr- traded Creedy to the Twins. Yeah. What's the Dodgers' record over? Um, they're they're in first by a lot. By a lot? I thought I thought they by what two games? Twenty two games. What, what are you uh, doing? I right don't now? see them. Twenty two and eight. So. They're ahead by four games. Kyle, what'd you say? Uh, I haven't seen them lost a game in a while. But do you think would they would they make a change? Like um, I have a name here. Like they're nine and one in their last ten games. There we go. I see them. I, if I see them making a move, I see it's. The, I see them adding bats, not arms. Well, I guess would, would they consider trading Jock Peterson? Yeah, I could see them trying to trade him for a while. I could see them trading Jock Peterson for like a Kevin Pillar. To be honest with you, Kevin Pillar. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Kevin no. Pil- Kevin Pillar is still one of the best defensive outfielders in the game, and he can hit the ball, and he has speed still. Kevin Pillar, Kevin players like Kevin Pillar are, are are shit upon in the today's MLB world because he doesn't go out and hit over twenty home runs in a season. No, I, I listen. I, the I guy agree. Makes a, the guy's one of the best defensive outfielders in the game. Still, he's still very fast, and he and he puts the ball in play, and he moves. I mean, he he's been playing decent for the Red Sox, and I think that Kevin Pillar could be a very big trade target for a lot of teams this offseason. No, I, I really this, uh, this trade deadline. I only laughed because well, one because I remember the story that that uh, you told about when you're in Chicago. Oh, yeah. But uh, and unfortunately, he's he's kind of a guy who's always like an afterthought. Yeah, um, exactly. Which is you know not not a bad thing, but um, uh, what about uh, Mr. Sam and Deja? Oh, uh, the Lakers Dame. definitely got the series wrapped up. Dame's out for at least uh, at least the rest of this game. This I is, think, you know. He can go back to Oakland. They're always looking. Who for Samarja? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out this real quick. Someone help me out. So you look at it. ESPN's really been fucking this up. So you go on the ESPN, right, the Score Center app, and you look at the standings. So in the East, it has the Tampa Bay Rays up by a half a game over the Yankees, Minnesota up over two and a half over Cleveland, and then the A's up four games on Houston, right? Okay, so if you went by, if you go by record, the traditional wild card game, wild card teams would be Cleveland and Chicago because each division winner and two wild card teams, right? Right. So this year it's the two. But even if you go into this, like they even updated it so that you have two wild card teams, two division winners. If you go into the wild card race, it says the top wild card team as of right now is Tampa Bay, even though they're winning their division, they're still the top wild card team. That's weird. Yeah, figure that one out. I just haven't updated it yet. But Tampa Bay's been leading that division for almost four or five days now. Yeah, that's something yeah. wrong. Yeah. Tampa Bay could use another bat. Jack Peterson. 
Mookie Betts. <laughs> Jack Peterson could be, could go there. Yeah, but he sucks. But I think Jack Peterson's going to go to a team that's like out of it. Probably Orioles. Like I can see like a Trevor Bauer to the Dodgers for Peterson, but the Reds are just a fucking shit show. They can hit the shit out of the ball. They just don't win games. You mean like the Phillies? Yeah, Phillies just have no bullpen. Yeah, but you can hit the shit out of the ball, but don't win. Yeah, they suck. I'm saying, but like the Reds got to have something, right? So do they not have starting pitching, or do they not have a bullpen? Uh, they have. They have both. Like they have everything. They just don't win. So they're average like, at everything. Like they have Castillo, Bauer, and uh, Sonny Gray. That's a really good top three in the staff. They have Bustakis, they have Castellanos, they have uh, Aquino. They so have what, Joey what I'm Bottos. hearing is, is that they're like oh, average to above average at everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that doesn't win the games though. Because when if you're average, if you're average to above average at everything, and you play a team that's got, you know, that is superstar at two out of three, you're going to lose. Dylan Bundy is another name that I nice. saw. Who? Ted Bundy. Dylan Bundy. Two good guys that, I mean, I don't know what the likelihood to be moved, but off the bench, you know. Ted Bundy's a good guy. (laughs) Yes, he is. Dinner twice a week. Uh, D. Gordon, Shinsu Chu. Who? Nobody wants Shinsu Chu. He sucks. Listen, Kyle, he does suck. But listen, he's a good guy off the bench. He'll bat you 198 with 14 RBIs, and he's got a fun name. Nobody wants He's going to be on the Phillies, and you'll buy his shirt, see? And you know I it. Won't. Yes, you will. You won't. You will. Dean Gordon, I can see just because he's fat. He hasn't been good in the last few years. No, you're right, but... <laughs> Kyle, did you ever have a Chan Ho Park shirt? No. Liar. He was also very bad. <laughs> he gave up two grand slams in one inning to Fernando Tatis, senior. Yeah, his son's pretty good. It'd be funny if Chen Ho Park had a son and he hit two grand slams <laughs> off his son. Yeah. I enjoyed that anecdote. The Mets suck. Well, at least we don't have the worst uh, bullpen in baseball. History. You're History. There, though. It's not like you're far behind. Yeah, but still better. <laughs> not hard. Kyle, you can't you can't use an argument against me and then refute it when I use it against you. I said it's not hard. It doesn't matter. Your, your attitude. The Mets should trade Dominic Smith. I know he's playing good baseball. Yeah, and you don't use him properly. Well, Kyle, honestly, who do we use properly? Peter Alonso took a big step back. Well, yeah, but listen. I don't think you can say that about anybody. I don't think you can right. say anybody's taking a big step back or a big step forward this season. I mean, th- this is such a bizarre baseball season. That it's kind of like a wash. You know, the, the players are playing good. It's like, yeah, good. It's, a, it's a good pat on the back. You know, good for you. And the players who are struggling, you know, traditionally good players who are struggling, I, I don't think you can be like, oh, well, th- this is this is the end of their career because it, it's such a different baseball season. You just had a bad couple of games. No, I know, but I just, I mean, this is such a unique situation that, you know, I, I think, you know. Who is that other fucking guy you guys have? He took a big step back. Nah, he just had a bad couple games. Kyle, in five seconds. 
No, like a lot of bad games, my ass. It was a fucking joke. Okay, Mr. Cardinals haven't played in fucking three months. He took yeah. a huge sack back. Oh, he only added a couple of games. It was a joke. Yeah, it Kyle, was. In 10 he seconds. played well. Get over it. Stop being mean to Mass. No, he started it. Yeah, but he he's here. Whatever. I'll get out. <sighs> Whatever. Who the fuck I'll... is Jimenez, Kendall? Whatever, I don't give a fuck about this fucking podcast anyway. So much. Kyle doesn't, care. Kyle doesn't care about our podcast. What happens? Who is Jimenez, and why is he playing so much? Uh, listen, he's he's new to me, and I don't know why he's playing so much. I've what seen, is Jimenez, and what does he do? I, I, I've seen his name a lot on, on um, what am I trying to say, on starting lineups, um, starting nines, but Drinking I, I have not looked into him. I just haven't. But he, he has had a lot of playing time. Brennan Nemo sucks, though. Can we both agree on that one? <sighs> yeah. He has some good games, though. <laughs> Here and there. I like him a lot. Um, All right, let's, let's round out this last, uh, last, last thing here, and then we'll do some closing remarks and whatnot. So, boys, give it a nose. Tell what do you got? I'm kind of getting that. Butter, right? <laughs> I'm kind of getting that sugar cane uh, again. That, that, this is a lot sweeter. That sugar in the raw. Um, that smells more vanilla than anything else I smelled tonight. I'm not getting smoke. Yeah, but I'm char. Not, not 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 oak. But no, I'm getting, I'm getting not really I'm getting char. Is that char? Char. Yeah. I'm not smelling it. I right, taste it. Oh, yeah. That's good. Bring on the smoke. That is excellent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like that. God. Got what? a lot of smoke and char? Yeah. What yeah. is that? Like firewood? Yeah. What is it? Sebuska and Yeho Mezcal. Oh, man. So the that tastes between, like a bonfire. So the difference between a Mezcal oh. and, and tequila is tequila is... Now, some tequila will... They, they will cook... Can I have more of that? If you want, yeah. <laughs> Some tequilas will cook the agaves in the earth, but they still will do secondary roasting in an oven, mm-hmm. and then they distill them in copper pots a couple times. Whereas mezcal is always exclusively, it's they dig a huge hole, they fill it with lava rocks, they put all the piñas, which is the shredded agave, inside of it, and they roast it for a few days inside on top of lava rocks, and then they put wood and more lava rocks on top of it, and then bury it. I know it. I'm not done. I'm sorry. I thought and they let it roast. Then they take it out. They shred it, juice it, and then they distill it in clay pots. And so you get a lot more because of that slow roasting. You get a lot of that smoky scotch style yeah. of a tequila type of deal. You'll pull a lot more earthy notes out. You're going to pull a lot more. Um, you're going to pull a lot more of those dark fruits out, like a raisin or a date. And you're going to get, like, some sweet oakiness to it, especially on the Añejo, because it is an oak-aged um, type of deal. Go ahead, Mass. I know what this tastes like. Mm. After you've been to a fireworks show, you can kind of smell or taste a little bit of the gunpowder or anything like in the air. Nope. So, I mean, I mean for me, Mass... Bonfire, I would go with, but not fireworks. I that, that's that's where I'm getting that, just a little like, bit of... I, I could like, I could see, like, the taste you get in the morning after a night of camping. Yeah, uh, that might be a good one too, but no, it is a good one. 
I like that a real lot. Yeah, bitch. that's that's very good. Would you guys want another one? Please. No. Nah, let's take another one. No, I'm driving. So is Kendall. Rebecca crazy. Ha. <laughs> True. Does anybody have any closing remarks? Yeah. Uh, Andrew Luck retired a year ago today. It feels like it's been five. Oh, to the date? This is yeah. a, very sad. I mean, good for him, on. but I it's not even the fact that he retired. It's the fact that it's only been a year. It feels like so much longer. Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, you watched the Colts last year, and I think not that there was like you weren't going to imagine a big step back, but I mean, it was just kind of disappointing. You know, it's, it's like the, the, they were playing. You know, what could have been right? Exactly. I think that is a a big big part of it. But you know, it's a, it's 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 sad because that was a, a career that kind of had a lot of good hype. I guess we'd call it. You know, coming out of school and yeah. you know, and he on, he lived up to that hype. Yeah, but the injuries got to him, and you're seeing that more and more with players that are valuing their life after football more than they're valuing football. Yeah. Fun fact, Andrews. Uh, Kidney injury, his laceration, more common from a car crash than it is from football. That's crazy. But that, you know, you take that into consideration. I mean, you're, you're already going to be worried about the things like CTE and bad knees and shoulder problems from the quarterback. And then you add into it that you're getting injuries that like people don't get in football. Uh, anything to close with, Kendall? Um, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for next week. You know, uh, I'm. I'm not. I know, I know, Paul. You don't, you don't really like fantasy football, but you know it's a lot of fun. Maybe, maybe this year we'll turn it around. Nope. Listen, just take it light. Take I'll, it light. I'll ask Coach to strip for you. No. Coach will be too busy making out with Eric the whole time. True. And one more, and you know, did, Ke- did Kyle call, quit? No, no. I, I've been, I've been trying to call Mock. I just can't. I can't get him. I don't know why. He tra- Fuck him. Well, and also, thank you to the Riddler. Two weeks in a row, you know, doing the, the, the sampling for us. This to... has been delightful. So we'll take a break next week. We'll come back the following week. Yeah. We'll go into, uh, well, I'll surprise Can you. Can I ask what the uh, the going rate for that bottle is for the last one? The Sebusta Mezco? Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you after the show's over. All right. Uh, Kyle, anything to close with? Yeah, the Timberwolf won the lottery. No one cares about the Knicks lost the lottery again. <laughs> With the, the the eighth pick, I believe. Yeah. I saw a lot of crying uh, Jordan faces with a uh, Knicks hat on. <laughs> Just kind of a part yeah, of the, the course for the Knicks. From like like seven to eight, seven to one. So, Kendall, where can they find us? Well, wow. No. Oh, fuck Re- reviews. Oh. So, gentlemen, uh, which tequila was your favorite? Was that the last, last one? one? Yeah. yeah. So that was a mezcal. So we'll exclude the mezcals. Which of the other five was your favorite? Probably the second. Uh, which one was the floral one that I really picked out? The floral and citrus. Was that the fourth one? Mm, yeah. That one. No, no. The really floral citrus one was the, la- the fifth one. That one, then. That was the Rosa, the one aged in the calf cast. That one. I like that one a lot. Tequila Rosa. I think my, my favorite was kind of like the second and third. I really like the, the peppery component. I thought yeah, that was like good. The Cenote, the second Very one. Very different. Yeah. The know, Nick Jonas unexpected. one, whatever combination. That one's bad either. The VO1? Yeah. So, all right. But Where can they find good. us, Kendall? So, they could find us at... Uh, 
Facebook and Instagram at uh, Getting Sports with Drunk. Uh, Twitter is GSWD underscore four. You remember to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's being part of a podcast that's so boring you fall asleep <laughs> or whatever the hell Kyle's doing. <laughs> uh, you could find us on all internet radio slash podcast platforms, be it Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora, uh, Spotify, Spreaker, yeah. Spreaker, iTunes. If Not a can, sponsor. You can find a podcast. You can find us. Bingo. Uh, we are very available. Um, We're inside. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. Monday night, uh, 8-ish to 11-whatever-ish uh, p.m., uh, live on the PPRN Radio Network. Sometimes between 8 and 9 to sometimes between 11 and midnight. Exactly. Um, the Peter Pino Show is on Wednesday nights from 7.30 to 10.30. Uh, the Joe Antonio Show is on basically all the time. You see, you know, if you go on Spreaker, type in Joe Antonio, you'll find he's got like a billion episodes. He's been on for two minutes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And 10 years of PPRN. Thank you for the support. Yeah. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Until next time, I'm your host, Scott Cupcake the Riddler. Nope. Uh, <laughs> the Mask Chris Massey. And I am the... Right of a Red Baron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.